Hello and welcome to RP Geeks, where we do Dungeons and Dragons and science set in the sci-fi world of Brexigantu. Brexigantu. <laughs> we are four science communicators who like playing D&D and talking about the science that is behind all the sci-fi concepts that come up in our science fiction themed D&D game. We will come get... for the science, stay for the fiction. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fi, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll introduce ourselves very quickly, just first, just so you, have, so you have some vague concept if you're new of what the heck is going on. I feel like that's useful. Um, my name is Sharmini. I'm a science video journalist. I make little documentaries about all kinds of exciting science topics. I use your pronouns. Um, and I got some cool new red headphones. Ooh. I was trying to think of a fun fact. Red today. facts fun fact today, everyone. We're headphones. doing red, red facts. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm I'm headphones. Headphones. Very good. Very good. I'm going to do red. Headphones, headphones. Um, Emily. Oh, hi, I'm Emily Bates. I use she, her pronouns. I am a freelance science video stuff podcast person hire me and um please please jesus um and i have red nail varnish on and i just noticed that one of them it's totally chipped and i was going to no. repaint it before we started and i didn't um oh, no. so, so everyone's I would ruined. say no one will notice but everyone has now noticed they look good from everyone. a distance if i from the podcast listeners the, the podcast listeners haven't noticed you're fine you got away with it yes. uh, there's no way they will know podcast listeners <laughs> as always thanks <laughs> the lovely compliment com- compliment compliment fuck's sake comes from hello. dr simon clark <laughs> hello my name is simon i use uh, he him pronouns uh and i I, I feel conscious about this sometimes. The headphones that I'm using are not fancy headphones. They were free with a Sony phone that I got about six years ago with and my Sony M8. Uh, yeah, because I, I think they were just in a box wow. for ages. But they're the most bargain basement like headphones you can get, and they do the Mine job are, just fine. Mine are just Sony like, like over ear ones. I don't like in ear ones. I, I don't like them. I like. I've that. got some Pixel Buds Pros now, and I actually I've got like a weirdly shaped ear because they like literally chafe on the inside of my ear. I can barely wear them, ear so I need chafing. to get another expensive pair. <sighs> ear chafing. Yeah, it's not the one. When I've been like not on trains good. recently, I've been traveling a lot recently, and there are like little scabs that have formed inside my ears Ooh. from where they've rubbed. Ooh, so yeah. That's my fun Ooh, red fact. That is a weirdly shaped um, ear. You have like ear eczema or something. Not that I'm aware of. I think I just got the wrong shaped ears for Pixel Pro, Pixel Bud Pros. Pixel Wife Bud. <laughs> Pixel Wife Bud. <laughs> Don't put your wife in your ears, Simon. Oh, getting an earful from my wife. Hey. Uh, so I've been, I was warned this would happen. <laughs> Um, and that just leaves Ali Jennings. I can't think of a good segue to that. Oh man, I was I've been I was hoping I'd go last so that I could think up a red fact, but like I've bailed. Or headphones. Or headphone fact. Yeah, red phones or headphones. Red phones. Red phones. Red phones. Oh, I'd love a big red phone. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh yeah. I wish I had a red phone. Downing Street. No, the White House. Yeah. Who has a big red phone? Someone has like a. The White House. They have they have a red phone to the Soviets. The commissioners to call Batman. Oh, that's the important one. That's yeah, obviously yeah. that's the important um, one. Okay, here's the red fact, and I, I'm just going to preface this by saying I don't know if it's true, because I think I might have misremembered this. But, <laughs> here we go. Here like, we go. <laughs> the confidence of Ali Jennings. Here we go. <laughs> red travels further through water than the higher energy colours wavelengths, right? Yeah. So yeah. seaweed 
when it get the, the when you seaweeds at lower levels absorb red light so they have a different pigmentation than uh, seaweeds at higher levels oh that makes sense, makes sense for the market. yeah it's cool yeah peaks, do nice. not promise that anything we say is accurate this is not no, medical or legal advice <laughs> there was a, a talk that i went to actually uh, by the physics society when i was an undergrad about uh, deep sea for photosynthesis and how there are some organisms that actually use the fact like the quantum nature of light in order to effectively photosynthesize it what, what? It, was some, it was basically something quantum to do what? with like using quantum interference I wish I could remember more detail about this, but it was basically like I making the most hyper-efficient use of the few photons that do get down that deep. It was fascinating. That's like a perfect that's amalgamation crazy. of your physics and our biology as well. I know. So I just wish I could remember yeah. it. You can't yeah. remember it. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Find out for us, Simon. Photosynthesis. I've got some science for you, you today. Do? That I feel like is is a lot of it is in Simon's area, and I don't like sort of by which I mean like not biology. Yay! This <laughs> is my field. I know, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm 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 doing the debrief debrief this week, and I did get basically told what <laughs> what to do it on because the other day. <laughs> few weeks back i cast a spell and emily just immediately just immediately like how does that work how does that work though it's a valid question i mean i thing is infinity i have a lovely little trick up my sleeve that is a drone goes out and does a thing whereas tenebris doesn't have little drones to do things she has has friends she's got an amoeba colony yeah but can they produce the void of space Well, well, let's. let's What about a vacuole? eh? Well, we're going to find out. Shari's going to tell us. Biology jokes. jokes. It's great. Okay, that was was okay. See, yeah, okay, yeah. Well done. That's very good, actually. Sorry, 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 Ali. (laughs) (laughs) Very good joke. So, right. Today's D and D brief. Right, the D and D brief. We have to explain using science things that have happened in the show, and what happened was I cast Hunger of Hadar. Like a fool. Um, it's one of my Abbott Mind Sorcerer spells. And I, I'm going to read the full spell description because there's just a lot going on here that just makes this a uh, challenge. You open a gateway to the dark between the stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. A 20-foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold appears, centred on a point within range and lasting for the duration. The void is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. No light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the areas, and creatures within are fully blinded. The void creates a warp in the fabric of space, and the area is difficult terrain. Any creature inside takes cold damage, and if you end your turn there... Acid damage as milky otherworldly tentacles rub against it. I hate this. <laughs> In order to find out how my magic <laughs> has created a sphere of the void of space. In the, the void of space. Stop it now. <laughs> battle the other day. I obviously went on YouTube and looked up uh, a cool video of a guy sticking his arm in a vacuum chamber and then like sucking all the air out. I was like, this is super relevant. The air out this. of his arm? Well, no, he put his arm in a jar, and then the jar was a vacuum chamber, and then sucked the air oh, out I of see. the jar with his hand in the jar. Did his hand explode? His hand did not. He turned it off. Common before, misconception. Before his hand oh. exploded. Um, so he did, well, what, what you might imagine is that all the like capillaries were starting to burst in his skin, 
Um, so when he took it out, it was definitely red. But actually the scariest thing, which I think he hadn't really thought of when he was putting his hand in the jar, is kind of a little jar. As he was kind of creating the suction, his hand was sort of getting pulled further and further in. Mm. And it, it didn't really have enough space to get pulled further in. So it was kind of like like bending against the like far end of this jar. And it really looked like he was going to break something. And I, I, I was quite alarmed. But then, he, but then he managed to like turn off in time. And apparently he'd, he'd, apparently he'd looked it up and he was like, okay, I think this is safe for like, 10 seconds or something but it definitely was less than less than uh less than 10 seconds he was like nope can, <laughs> my arm out of the can i ask chamber. why <laughs> he did that science youtube it's yeah it's the action lab um the action lab and that you don't put your arm in a vacuum don't, I was say, yeah. don't be in a vacuum being in a vacuum He's very, oh, he did it on his he did it on his stomach as well, and it was like sucking his his like skin into the jars. As the, as, mm. Anyway, um, would that, that, give, would that give him a really bad bruise though? A hickey, it off, right? it would like, give you a like hickey, a hickey, wouldn't it? That's what I was yeah. yeah, I once just like was like dis- accidentally discovered hickeys, but I was like sucking my arm for some reason. I don't don't question this. And then I was like, why have all my capillaries burst? This is an exciting. Oh, this is good science, isn't it? And my friend was like, you've given yourself a hickey. Hickey. Exciting you've made it rude oh. i was doing science and you've made it <laughs> dirty now um there's a, i've got a similar story around it where uh i was playing with my niece not nothing to do with hickeys jesus uh, and you know those things there's like suction things that you stick on the fridge that have like a boingy thing on for like kids to play with to like mm. hit it i put it on my forehead and i thought this is really funny and she thought it was hilarious really funny we were having That's a lovely great. time and yeah. she was like hitting it and everything and I took it off and I had a lovely bruise on my head for like two days. Oh, and it looked no. like I'd given myself a forehead hickey. Or not given myself, someone had given me a forehead hickey. And circular forehead. Circular. Or I'd been hit by a baseball or something. One of the weirdest no. places to get a hickey. It's got to be said. Like if yeah. I saw that, I would have a lot of questions. What's the kind of sensory like nerve uh, distribution on the forehead? I don't know. It didn't hurt. <laughs> ah! I mean, the, the capillary, there's really little capillaries, okay. right? Loads of them. That's N of one. And they, they break <laughs> really easily and bleed a load. So I guess it makes it's sense. On the forehead? Well, yeah, what, because... Like facial skin is really it, bleedy. Because, well, just the, the forehead definitely is. And the only reason I think I know this is through wrestling, where, like, because wrestlers used to keep the little, like, razors in their thing, and they would cut their own what? foreheads, because it does, like, loads of blood with, like, no damage, like, no lasting Ooh. damage, but it bleeds, like, cool. mm, like, shit. Yeah. But from a, I know oh. from a, if you're in a fight and someone's going to punch you in the head, that is what you're, you're supposed to lead with your razor blade. The front no. of your forehead. It's uh, like, because it's hard. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think it also, like, it doesn't hurt very much. Whereas if you get hit, in, mm. what you've got to avoid is getting hit in your temple. Yeah. Really? Why does that it's hurt squishy. more? Because it, it just, I think it, it's partly or... more painful, but also, yeah, you could, you're yeah. more likely to if do you go brain there damage. And you push, you can feel it goes in, like, a little bit, just gently. Is it, is that's how you can fracture people's skulls. If you if you punch if you if you give them a haymaker in the side of the head, that's how you can break. This is skulls. why you shouldn't like punch people, right? This is why punching no. in the head is bad. 
We're the RP yeah. geeks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks you can literally kill someone by accident. The single punch is enough yeah. to kill someone if you do it. Full on TV shows. I was watching an old episode of Merlin the other day. It was great. And Merlin went all evil accidentally. So she knocked him out by whacking him with a bloody great water jug. And I'm just like, no, this is this is setting such a bad example for like people to comedy murder their friends thinking they'll just be unconscious for like oh, how many minutes. injuries do you think have been inspired by like the Roadrunner cartoons or like Acme products <laughs> where people think, oh, that looks hilarious. Not. I'll whack my brother with a giant mallet. And actually, yes, that's pretty bad. You hope that's the limit of, you know, I, I just think mm. that Acme is clearly ridiculous, whereas Merlin is very realistic. So people are much more likely mm. to believe that everything Whoa. they see is documentary fact. Do you want to know why it's bad to get punched in the temple? Because you'll die. The middle meningeal artery runs along the side of the head near where the temple's located. Oh, that's not, that does not sound good. In comparison to the other regions of the skull, the bone protecting this artery is thin and fragile, making it susceptible to fracturing from trauma. Trauma! The skull factors following a hit to the temple, the bone, broken bone can tear the middle meningeal artery, causing blood to accumulate while the heart continues to pump more blood to the area. It doesn't know what it's doing! This is called an epidural <laughs> hematoma. Oh, places excess good. pressure on the brain, leading to oxygen deprivation and brain cell death. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's why you're supposed to. It's, it's also yeah. why elbows are very effective. If you hit someone in the head with an elbow, you hit <laughs> the side. <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with hitting them. They're just really good. Uh, just, I mean, they are also great. They're elbows. So good. Elbows. They have elbows. To... They let me, yeah. they let me bend my arm. What's that? You... I have elbows. Reach things. Oh, you're heavily exposed <laughs> to elbow stock. You, that, you, that just that, like if you think friend. it's it's a fantastic because the point where you hit people is where they're vulnerable, but also you've got a large amount of angular momentum. If you Let's, if you're moving, we, with like we've a, gone from not hitting people to how yeah. to hit people. No, no, I'm just self defense, self defense, self defense, self defense. Okay. Yeah, the seldom seen kid was a great album. What? Sorry. What? Oh, Sorry, but, no. Okay. We, are, we are veering wildly. I have Germany, two how does this I have two, I have two vacuum facts. Two... <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's what we were talking about. I have two unrelated <laughs> vacuum facts that don't really help with my spell, but I did think were interesting. One is, you know, they used to do a load of vacuum experiments in like bell jars, and there's like the classic sort of like glass bell jar with a base, and they pump the air out. Um, one thing I thought was interesting is that the bell jar and the base don't actually have to be connected to each other. They don't have to be one piece. You just put a little bit of grease around the edge and because you're making a vacuum in it, it's holding itself together. So there does have to be a seal, but the seal doesn't have to be there before you've started. It presumably helps if you're trying to put a frog in there or something to see what the vacuum will do to it. Yeah, you can take the lid off, put a frog in it. Blop the lid on. Explode the frog. Um, The other other thing that um, I just thought was sort of fun to think about is that like if you're a vacuum pump and you're like trying to vacuum the air out and you're just trying to pump the air out you can't like suck the air you just have to wait for the air to be next to you so that you can push it out so like obviously the less air that's in there the harder it is to get the last remaining bits of air out because they have to randomly like bump into where you are and i just thought that was a real shame for the little the little vacuum yes. pump. So you, can't, like... you can't create an area so just... of negative pressure because yeah. it's all negative pressure apart from well, if, yeah, you if can't you go had lower to... than zero. Mm. Well, I was going to say, if you had to create a vacuum in order to create the vacuum, then you'd just be stuck in a cycle of ever, ever more vacuous vacuums to vacuum your vacuum. Right. Could yeah. you not? Could you not heat what was left in the jar, thus making it more likely Ooh. for the bits? Yeah, because oh, if clever. you the, I love it. Yeah, you you could do that because then what you can calculate is the average path of 
you know, well, the average speed of molecules given a temperature, and then the average distance that they'll travel before a collision. And that's highly, highly dependent on temperature. I can't remember the exact dependency. But yeah, that's absolutely something you can do and can calculate. You had there one job, Simon, to remember that. And this is what happened. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need the precise figures. Um, those are my two vacuum pump vacuum pumping <laughs> facts. However, I have come to the conclusion um that you know, in order to in order to create a sphere of vacuum. You need you need a seal. Like the basis of all these things is to seal it so that you can create the vacuum and increase the vacuum without air going back in. I don't think I can create a seal with my microorganisms. Also, people can get in and out, but air couldn't. So this all seemed uh, very implausible to me. Another, you've got a theory, Ali. A theory. I'm just, from... I'm just wondering whether it is possible to create airtight seals with cells. I mean, you you know your body is an airtight. Your skin seals unit airtight. It also has to be. It also has. It doesn't have to just be airtight. It has to be structurally sound enough to. But also uh, allows people pressure, through right? it. And allow people. There's there's many. Okay. <laughs> Re really, <laughs> the big issue with the fact that this sphere is supposed to be a small sphere of vacuum is well, firstly that it whispers at you, which seems <laughs> odd, and secondly, I am the void between the stars. <laughs> Oh, you, you. Simon. Oh, you. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only my, biggest... my biggest. It... My biggest issue with the sphere is that it's opaque. Why is it? Why is this? Why is the void opaque? Brilliant. That's so. That's why? so true. It's yeah, that nothing. doesn't make a lick of sense. No. I know. So I have come to the very convenient for me conclusion that it is not, in fact. <laughs> A, a sphere of <laughs> vacuum that I just happened to summon in the middle of combat. That's probably well, a good thing. What, what type of damage does it do? Is it cold damage? Initially cold damage and then also acid damage because of the otherworldly tentacles. Because you Where are the tentacles, Charmony? <laughs> they're, they're, they're there. You don't well, see them, you know, but they're there. I mean, could it be just an area of incredibly cold air? And then, so that would be the cold damage. And then as the poison, does the body produce toxins under pressure in the same way that like, you know how like when people trap their arm for long periods of time, the blood flow oh, becomes no. um, if you can't, like, if you sleep poisonous. On so you, you oh, can't okay. like, you know, recon <laughs> reconnect the arm. Is there something in that? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. <laughs> well, you Wait, mean you, like you acidify your blood through the lactate? The lactic acid buildup. Yeah. I mean, so apparently, I, I don't know if this is true again, but anyway. <laughs> Um, you, like, you know when when you get cramp, that's supposed to be lactic acid buildup. That's, that's maybe not true, it's not. right? Yeah, it's actually potassium buildup in your muscles. Apparently. Oh, oh, oh! So like, the cramp is the like because the potassium. Well, ions generally control like muscle firing, right? So the potassium buildup is like causing misfires in your muscles. I don't know what the. I just have I the hate cramp with a burning passion. It's like one Bad, of my least it? favorite things to get. It's real. It's such a stupid thing to say, but I just I, re I waking up with cramp. I get it in my calves yeah. all the time, mm -hmm. and it oh, just feelings of oh, ugh, yeah, yeah. I've got an alternative theory for the milky white tentacles. Oh, give okay. me, give me out. Is it, right. is it PG? The tentacles it's, are on me. It is what? PG. That basically, I'm thinking udders, right? <laughs> deals with the milk. <laughs> this is not helpful. deals with the little tentacles. I just think the milk was metaphorical. And imagine I think they're just, they're if just that like... colour. <laughs> Someone like... just clip Ali saying that. I just want, I just want that one. <laughs> it's... 
I'm thinking about others. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about others. At any given and moment, then, Ali is thinking about why? others. Why? <laughs> I mean, they're, and they're, they're facing upwards, right? So they're like... Okay. What, that'd be an udder on its back. Floor. Why? Yeah, like, and then a whole floor of them, right? And then imagine no. walking across that. No, it's it would milky, be difficult to right? aim. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> It'd be like one of those like obstacles from 50-50 where you've got like the giant inflatable uh, things that you have to bap out of the way oh. when you're trying to go across this <laughs> thing. Get, get the others out of my face. <laughs> Just I feel like this is a whole different spell. Uddery, <laughs> difficult terrain spell. My 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 favourite thought that I had about this was that the the colony, Tenebris's little microorganism colony that colony that are ever, are creating a recreation of the void, suggesting that they have experienced the void oh that's cool mm. so it's their like in artistic interpretation yeah. of the void i love that's, that that's my yeah. thought i was also thinking like then how, how? Would, um, <laughs> they, how could have, would... they could have hitched a ride on a on a comet they could have been frozen yeah. no, in no, the no, ice on a comet bit, not that bit <laughs> how would they create it yeah. well i thought the difficult thing is how do you create this completely opaque if you're a microorganism how would you complete create the opacity because you're kind of very small and without just a massive density of them and then i thought maybe some kind of like suspension you know like a Ooh. fog but of but of something well, like dark. squid ink like kind yeah. of polymers um polymers are opaque and milky because of the length of the molecules right i feel like it i like think chemistry to me I think that's. I, I seem to. I was reading polymers. about this for something. As in, not all polymers, but you like, you like know, long if you chain polymers. Polymerize like that, something it... in liquid, it starts to go all sort of gloopy. Yeah, oh, I read mean? about this because there was a. Oh, there was I, a I thing see what I you mean. It's because white. Yeah, because they. Mm. Because of the complexity of the structure, it's basically like how that light yeah. interacts with it. It will be. I think reflected, that is right. That does sound right. So like, the longer get... the chain of molecules, the more likely yeah, it is the... to be white. My my sphere isn't actually white. The sphere is darkness. And then there's milky, milky otherworldly tentacles that no one can actually see because you can't see in there. So I don't know. This does suggest Why that maybe Ali's right and it's not milky in colour. It just feels milky, milky. when oh, they rub against went back to it. Others. That's just liquid. Like yeah. slightly I'm creamy with liquid. I'm with Addy. I'm with Addy. I'm with Addy. You said that. He's the, it's I, got to be others, Sharmini. There's no way around it. I'm with Addy. They're <laughs> right about the others. Clearly, the colony is like trying to freak people out because that's clearly what the whispers are for. And then they're like, and then we'll do some whispers just to like really, really. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea that they've sensed space and it feels like this, like how they project the spell out. So like they yeah. are sensing space in a way which isn't just like a vacuum, like the bloke with his arm. But like, they, they hate it. They, they, they know what's there. Yeah, they sense acid. They sense cold. They know yeah. about the udders of space. They know about the secret udders. The space udders. The udders of space. Udders. Oh, shit. Udders of space. But they also <laughs> hear... Like... to the udders of space. Oh, Captain Cow. Captain oh, Cow, it all comes back. It all comes back to our it's first ever workshop. Yeah. No. You thought you saw the last of me. That's not how Captain <laughs> Cow spoke. <laughs> I do not remember how he spoke. Also, Charmaine, I'm loving your science wand that you've taken up to... Science one. Now, paintbrush. <laughs> Listen to my science. Number, number seven, Windsor and Newton. It works with the artistic impression, though, of the colony oh, yeah, doing yeah. Their, their space. They're like creating their. I love Bob, that idea. The, the colony's doing mm. a Bob Ross. I'm just going to have a happy little void here. Happy little milky We're sprinkle in some milky little ladders. <laughs> Put a little bit more of a sprinkle of milk in there just to make it really 
otherworldly. <laughs> you cause any acid damage, don't worry. It's a happy little accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knife, 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 knife. Stabby, stabby, stabby. A Bob, Bob Ross as a um, <laughs> as an antagonist. And a, you are, right, here's a pitch for a one shot. You okay. are all in a Bob Ross painting. And the the BBEG is Bob Ross, who is altering the world with the, with his knives. It's a beautiful his, sunny day, and he puts a cloud in front of the sun, and you're like, "For Aww. fuck's sake, Bob!" Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, he crawls into the painting. Oh, like, no. It's an it's an it's a it's horror like, one shot. It's like the reverse the of the Ross. ring. He goes into yes, the yes. thing rather than. Uh... Like Mary Poppins. Ali looks disgusted on the on the for podcast listeners. I let my feelings get the better of me. Um, so I... yeah, that's that's it. That's nice one done. Debrief. I'll, so it can't I'll, be done. What's what around it? So basically, no, I've said I've worked around it. I like it. I'm very I, cleverly. Hey, look, I'm about to get level no, five spells. I'm a big fan of these workarounds. We'll take I'm, what we yeah, can we'll get. Yeah, we'll take right? what we can get. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. How would you know you were about to get level five spells? That's not been alluded to in any way. You texted <laughs> us earlier today, <laughs> saying prepare your level up. Pick level five spells. Ignore I'm not having this. The curtain, I'm not having you. Exactly I'm not having you. I'm not having <laughs> everyone. And I've looked Just at them, like and all of mine are bullshit science. So we'll find out what happens. That is exciting. Mm. Okay, um, Shams, that was great. So well good. done, Shams. Utterly yeah, fantastic. Utterly uh, fantastic. fantastic. Should we have a break so I can put my wig on so that we can get into the drama? Mm-hmm. We've had the side. Yeah. Now it's time for the five. Bye, the five. <laughs> <laughs> time for five. It is good. Hello. Welcome back. Now we get to the serious, serious times of seriousness. Serious. Or possibly we'll go to a party. Party! Let's go! <laughs> yeah. we're, we're already a party. Already. Oh, oh. A lovely party. We're going to quickly. Oh. oh, no. Yes, no. There was yes. there music. Yes. No. Yes, yes, some music. There we go. Some music there for you. There we go. It's the audio, audio quality We're going to very quickly recap our characters, just in case there's any new folks joining us. Want to know who we're all playing? I shall go first. Um, I will be playing Tenebris. Tenebris is a level 8 drow aberrant mind sorcerer. Um, drow in our universe coming from a planet of darkness genetically modified to adapt to a photosynthesisless world nice is that it and she uses she her pronouns <laughs> simon hello i'm simon i'm playing uriel uriel uses he they pronouns and is i really wanted to say a terraforming druid droid because i'm just so used one. to hearing that phrase Shh, not yet uh but it's a a dwarf droid. monk cybernetically enhanced uh originally human now more machine now than man uh and uh, going through a bit of a, a rough time but doesn't remember a lot of what happened so he they're all right uh but now actually onto the terraforming druid druid <laughs> Hi, Emily Bates. it's me that's what i am I, infinite sky <laughs> 6000 as has been already said, uh, they are a terraforming druid droid. Uh, they use she, they pronouns, and they're excited to go to a party, really, I think is the main thing with them oh, right God, now. The party. And no, the no. person running the party that Simon's going to have a lovely time at is... God, why do you sound like Ali all of Jennings. my girlfriends ever? <laughs> Hello. 
I'm Ali Jennings. I use he, him pronouns. Um, and, and I am I'm the master of the dungeons here. But you don't need to call me that. You can call me Fate Weaver. Fate Weaver. Fate Weaver. been on a, a journey a serious journey over the last few days really you have delved deep into the crashed ruined space station of martin's bay making your way deep into the center where you encountered you were later found out uh uriel's god cut in half and upon which you fought a great battle and uncovered clues as to what had happened on Martin's Bane and what was happening on Brexigantu itself, perhaps. You followed your clues to a great craftswoman who lived in the slabs that hang high in the skies above Gunker, the main city, Daedalus Grain. Daedalus Grain hadn't been heard of for many, many days, weeks even. She'd not been seen, she'd not been out. You broke into her workshop, climbed in and fell straight into a trap from which you just talked your way out of. And in the process, Tenebris looked into Daedalus's mind and saw a horrid, uh, scarred face looking down on Daedalus Grain, giving orders, telling them to complete some mighty project the uh, evidence of which you saw all around you in this workshop and just before you left Daedalus begged for you to do something to free her from bondage to this character she could only give you one clue she could tell you where she was being paid from because she was being rewarded handsomely for that the clue was a name Jai Rajaram Rojas. Who some of you didn't know, and maybe some of you did know. So, to reach Jai Rajaram, one of the elite of Gunka society, you approached Saib Vavagi, the lady with whom you've been staying, to see if there was some way that she could get you into the event of the season. The like Bridgerton. <laughs> it's oh, I don't know, like Jane Austen. <laughs> like it's mainly like Bridgerton. It's Bridger Bridgerton. Oh, Bridgerton season two. That's not even. Anyway, so, so, you find yourselves standing inside, uh, just inside the threshold of Saib. Vavagi's house. What's going on in this house? It's it's like, there's so many people in here. The, the door. Work done. That's the door. The oh, door come on, we got to get a D&D Is open. The morning light is flowing in. 
Crystal morning, right. The Sims Squad jokers are going, oh, go, 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 we'll put a D20 over there. The morning light is shining through the fog of Glunker. You can hear. In the distance, the great space elevator lifting up produce and goods to be traded up into the sky to the orbital rings above Gunker. And you are headed out on your adventurous way to prepare for this mask. But before you leave, you hear a voice from behind you. Stop, my dear, stop. Let me give you a little steer. I believe you're going out to prepare yourselves, is that correct? Behind you, Sai Vavagi, the lady, uh, regally clad, deep purple, um, her black hair styled up into a fantastic swoop and swirl. She looks effortlessly magnificent. Milady, we, we uh, uh, need to fetch um, outfits, and Infinity would like uh, to wear a beautiful ball gown. Yes. But, but it would be a costume of someone wearing a costume of a, of a human person wearing a ball gown. A costume of a human person wearing a ball gown. Excellent. You have grasped the concept admirably, if I may say so. Thank you. I have managed to secure entrance for you. Now, let me explain some things. First, in order to gain access to the mask, this incredibly sought-after event, you will need a ticket. Now, these tickets are not so much paper or plastic. These are in the form of nanites injected into your bloodstream. Only those with the correct blood signature will be allowed to board the craft. Now, it is possible, I as a valued member of this society, that I could ask for some entourage, and perhaps you three could be part of that. However, it is not the only way aboard, because of course, as well as guests, there are always staff, and you could, in theory, pose as one of them in order to make your way aboard the ship. The blood would be harder to obtain, but it's possible. I need from you to decide how you wish to enter. Oh. Now. Yes? Well, it's just, I don't, I don't have blood, so... Yes, well, for the more uh, mechanical amongst you, um, what you would find is that it would be a sheen of nanites. Uh, oh, place it over your system. Yes, but exactly. I'm allowed to go still? Mm, of course. Okay, Robots good. are much accepted, as, as indeed almost everything is, has to be said. Now. <sighs> if we were to be talking to, um, to Jai Rajaram Rojas and then... You know, he were to be kind of like, or they were to be kind of like pretty annoyed. Let's say we were to hypothetically annoy them, not that we are the annoying types, because we make friends wherever we go. But if we were to annoy them, would it be better for us not to be working for you? Well, 
this is indeed something I would like to talk to you about. Now, Tenebris, of course, my dear, I trust you implicitly, and a friend of Tenebris is a friend of mine, but I have a very particular role in this city, and I cannot be associated with any form of fracar. So, were you to be my entourage, there would be some limits potentially placed on your behaviour, or were you to break those restrictions, you would, of course, be disowned. I would not be able to associate with you. So take that into account, of course. Are we planning on causing a, a fracas? As I understand it, you are searching for Jai Rajaram Rojas. Yes. Yes. Well, they will have their own agenda. The information that you seek may not be easy to obtain from them. I don't want to tell you your business, but speaking as one who has had to persuade their fair share, I know that uh, there can be unintended uh, consequences. Right. It's, it sounds like maybe we'd be better off going to service people rather than risk the association with uh, with you. Of course, you must do as you see fit. One thing to add, of course, the guests are masked. You will have a disguise. The service people are unmasked. They must show their faces. We're fairly noticeable, the three of us. But does anyone know who we are that would be there? They I might know who I am. Okay, but what if we didn't wear like a mask, like a, a, a full-on costume, but what if we disguised ourselves and that became the unmasked version of us? How are you planning on doing that? Well, we had those disguise kits when we were in... Uh, what the name of the play, Pentatonics? What was the name of the place we were in? <laughs> no, you're thinking of the home game. Um... <laughs> Uh, shit. Gunker. No, we're in Gunker. No, not Gunker. Vow, 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 Vow. We had those disguise kits. Like, could we not get our hands on some more of those? They were very basic, Uriel. Like, the kind of security that they have at places like this, they don't really just let you be slightly disguised. But what if we put a disguise on on the inside? That could work. I can change into an animal if I need to. I just, I, I just quite wanted to wear a dress. And to be a human, I know. What if, what if I were to be a guest and wear a mask and you were to be staff and no one will know you? Oh, we could split us well, up, we could that just, always We could well. just not be associated with Cybe. Cybe, is that possible? To be guests, you will have to be part of my entourage, I'm afraid. Right. I mean, I could... That be her, dro her droid. You could indeed be a droid companion of mine. I have uses for such things as you. Would I still be allowed to wear a dress? You could wear whatever you wanted. Of course, Tenebris, with you at my side, I'm sure no one would bat an eyelid. Be aware as well that although disguises are part of the price of entry. Not 
everyone there will be fooled. There are powerful players in such places as these. If they're that powerful, maybe we shouldn't even be bothering trying to hide who we are. We should just go with Saib as her entourage and but, I mean, okay, hide in I'm plain just gonna, sight. I'm just going to draw a regression based on previous encounters that we've had with other people. Normally they've gone badly, and you, normally we've ended yeah, up hurting people. They cannot people. go badly. You've normally ended up badly. people. This is a ball. As a group, we normally end up doing things you that are a little teenager. bit noticeable. We won't play drinking games. No drinking games at the balls. We No, we... Um, the, uh, sorry, mistress. There were some incidents where we were... I, oh, I, I was discovering played... alcohol. It was very exciting. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> have you ever played Drinksy Tellsy do a bad thing? Now you're asking many times <laughs> in my youth. <laughs> Maybe after the ball we could we could play. Maybe. Maybe. I think we should all just go together and not cause. Look, we have to speak to them, but that is all we can do. You can speak to them and I can... I will find out what they are thinking when you are speaking to them. Do you understand? We will, we will look just just far enough that they won't know what's happening. Me and Uriel are excellent at speaking to people. I figured that would go well for us. There is nothing we can do beyond speaking to them anyway. So, so nothing bad will happen, and okay. everyone will be happy. Yes, sounds good. Would it be? I mean. Could we do something like put a tracker on them to know where they went afterwards? I can, I can That's find them afterwards, a... probably. Clever spying. I'm working on a new update. Spy on them. You see, <gasps> Saib has been checking uh, the kind of holographic sort of plate that, just, that passes for sort of information for different handkerchiefs. Well, this sounds like you have a lot of planning to do, and well, I'm sure a lot of time you'll need to discuss it. So. Let me just uh, tell you where you need to be and when, and then as soon as you have an exact plan, where the, ha, how you wish to gain entry, tell me and uh, I will make it happen. So, be clear. Dairajaram will be within the party, but of course they will be disguised. It would help for you to know something about them in order to identify them, unless you have powerful technology of your own which could do that for you but even then there will be many hundreds of people at this party so it will be hard the theme for the night is hunter and hunted please bear that in mind on your little shopping trip for which I would like you to take these and she hands you three disposable uh Credit chips. Mom's giving us a credit card. Oh, <laughs> Let's God. go. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. Get in, loser. <laughs> you will certainly need to be prepared. Um, Miss Bavagi, could, could Lady I, uh, Lady, could, uh, could I, if I'm a member of your entourage, dress as perhaps just a member of your security detail rather than as a, a um, guest of the party? I, I don't know what I'm looking for. I do not bring security with me. It would be socially inappropriate. 
Hero, you could wear a suit. I could look like Agent 47. We will uh, find you some sort of outfit, material. Don't worry. Uh, thank you so much, milady. This is very, very kind of you, and we really, we really appreciate everything. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And she claps her hands and shoes you out of the door. And the car. Right. Well, let's go shopping, and then maybe we've got time for a quick nap before the uh, <laughs> before before the mask. And then I could I could download some of these updates that might help us track. Jai Rajaram. Jai. Jai Rajaram. Okay. Rajaram. Rajaram. Um. Okay. Uh, Volvo. Hello. We would like to go to a costume and outfit and clothes shop, please. Fantastic! I love going to the costumery. Now, is that in uh, the Grand Bazaar, perhaps? Is it? I don't know. I don't usually get to go. I was setting I you up there, milady. Yes, of course, it's in the Grand Bazaar. Off we okay. go! <laughs> Is the and... Grand Bazaar on the map? I'm looking for the map now. Do we have a map? Bates, do you have the maps in it's your sometimes OBS? sometimes called the Grand Bazaar. It might have deleted Souk. Oh, the Bazaar, yes. I've seen it, yes. Martin's been crashed into a large portion of it. Mm. So yeah. you... Uh, looking through the um, uh, see-through windows of Volvo and and then you out from um, the foggy interior of central Gunka, past the great metal butterflies with their fan-like wings that maintain the uh, weather conditions within the center of Gunka, and out into and the light hits you, bright sunlight you haven't seen for a long time now feels like a long time and you are hovering over the great sprawl of Gunka itself and then the car drops down and you find yourself scudding between buildings do we and... see question do we see any evidence of the uh we saw like a dragonish creature do we see any large any damage that would be consistent mm, with something like that mm, roll a perception check Receive this. Could I look too? Because we all look. Oh, baby! Or not. Uh, or hang not. on. Perceive <laughs> this. 22. Yeah. I'll leave it. <laughs> um, Uriel, you are sharp-eyed and concentrating. Um, you feel uh, the adrenaline. And as you scan the skies, you notice, indeed, specks, shapes in the air. Um, distance, it looks like. And consistent, perhaps, with large flying creatures. Not only that, but you also, as you uh, look over the ground, with a 22, you see some marks in the buildings. You can see abrasions and tears where potentially something might have clawed or grabbed. But not only that, you see a higher than average presence of the brothers in arms. Whilst looking for this kind of trouble, you notice that security is high. As this is happening and you're looking out, suddenly around you, tall skyscrapers 
appear and you drop down below the roofs of these high buildings. And now you realize all around you, at all these different levels, under these walkways and pipeways, um, traveling between these buildings, um, there's activity, bustling activity all over the place. Um, that you can see people talking, shouting. There's uh, activity. And um, around you, a thousand different floating platforms. Drones, some of them. Some of them just floating shops with people hawking wares. Come, buy uh, Scranton Bibles. We've got everything from the great prophet Scrant. Everything they say and do. It's here, all under one beautifully tabbed card. You, sir, you see a, a Bible held out towards the car. Scranton Bible in the car. Onwards. Now, before we get sucked into the Grand Bazaar, I want everybody to roll me. Right, first of all, what is everybody looking for? Whilst we're in the car? No, so uh, rather than go through every single interaction we're going to have in the bazaar and searching for things and everything like that, what I want to do is to get a sense of what you're all looking for, and then we'll work out how you can get those things. So what do you, what are you two um, getting? Oh. With the theme, I didn't, I didn't, I, I assumed that the masks should probably be on theme. Um, but, well, I also, I can arrange my stars to look like an archer. And I thought that would be quite good for the hunted. So yeah, I could hunter. do, hunter, sorry, yes. And so I thought I could just get, it would have to be just like a little top and a skirt, but then I could have the archer in the middle. And then some kind of mask. Is that silly? Tenebris, I've never been to a party before. Um, I, uh... Because I thought we were going to wear dresses, but that doesn't feel very... You can wear a... You could wear a dress, but then we wouldn't be able to see your screens. That's fine. It is up It is up to you, and then I'm sure whatever you think of, they can find something really beautiful and luxurious I just like a pretty dress. I was thinking it could be sort of... A plain colour, so my screens around it looked nice. Maybe bits of it could be like transparent, so that the lights coming flickering through, and like it a like kind of refracts. Dress. But it also kind of like bounces the light off in different patterns as you move. I love that. Do you think they could do that? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. I don't know how much money is on these things? But like... and, and a mask, obviously, as well. And a mask. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd Maybe that could cool. be like of a fox or something. Oh, that's cool. So, Tenebris, you know that this is, having seen the costume that the lady has wearing, this is a yeah. full on, like, Costuming. illusion disguise. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could go as a dragon. Like, this is. Yeah. Oh. So, just, so a little mask is, is not. Got you. Do you say that? Yeah, I will. Okay, I will say like, it's nice to wear like a dress, but like, you want to be super, super. You can go full costume. It doesn't have oh, to be like you in, with a extra. It can be like, in which case, looking like someone completely I'll, different. I don't you know? need a costume then. I'll um. I know what I'll do. Don't worry. It's fine. Okay. Huh. Okay. Okay. Fine. You're real. Um. Well, I've never been to one of these before. I, I mean, should I wear a dress? I'm, sen I'm sensing a lot of people are going to be wearing dresses. A lot of people will be wearing dresses, but you want to be... You can wear a dress, but you have to, like, think of an idea for, a, like, a character that you want to be. Like, who in a dress, you know? It has to be more than that. Average person at a party 
wearing a dress. Yeah, I think... Wearing a predator mask. <laughs> what about predator wearing a dress? As in... The 1986 movie. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, well, you mean like if I was a wolf in a dress? Yes, you should be a bipedal should... wolf. There's a story a about that. <laughs> a bipedal wolf. You're wearing a dress, and I but will like have a really grannyish dress. I will wear a little red cloak, and we'll be like a a pair. Uh, uh, sure. But let's go for that. So you're going to be a pair. I was thinking no, no, of I'm being. Be a wolf. I was thinking of being a full wolf as well, actually. Oh, okay, so, you're going to be a wolf for a unit. I we could, could be, all be wolves. We could be wolves. We could all be wolves. Let's all be wolves. <laughs> Space wolves. Okay. So uh, do I? Do I gather from this that you're all going as Sibes entourage? Canids. Yes. As wolves. Wolf-based entourage. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. I, wolf, I, wolf pack. Yeah, I would like to be a wolf, but like a wolf in a little red riding hood outfit. Wolf, red riding hood? Yeah. And infinity... I'm going to wild shape into exactly the dire wolf that killed <laughs> me back in one of the earlier episodes. Do you want any more, uh, any addition to that? No, she's made her decision. <laughs> and Uriel? Uh, I literally want to look like a biological wolf. Walking on two legs, wearing a ridiculous dress. I, I'm not looking like a biological wolf. I'm looking like half, like a really realistic furry. I'm a furry, okay? Actually, I will go as, I'll go as star dire wolf, though. So I'll keep my sparkly screens. Excellent. Is there, before we, before we roll for this, is there any, is there anything else that you're looking for? Any magical items oh, or dear. any <clears throat> sort of, any things that you would like? Is there any sort of... Everyone. I don't want to, you know, obviously, Uriel, you lost the belt before, but you've got a new one now. But it doesn't really seem yeah. to be as long. Should we get some rope? <laughs> this is wild. This is a wild idea. Why would we need rope? I've got a belt. I think well, this is just yes, feels wrong. I, just, I don't know about this. I know. We've been travelling for so long without any. I, I feel like probably we're I, fine. We're probably fine. I what just do, think. What do people What do people bring to parties? Do we Do we have to bring, have like, to bring a bottle? Like a handbag? Oh, I was thinking like and tools. Like, what if something? <gasps> Could breaks? I have a handbag and hold it in my mouth as we go? <laughs> I mean, the, all of this is possible. There, the the haberdashers of Gunker are famed, they're legendary. So, if anyone can do it, they can. Okay, can I, I get a like... tiny little infinity doll that I hang in my wolf mouth? <laughs> I would like, I would like, a, I would like a pretty handbag, ideally that looks starry, like my screens. And I would also like to get a bow to put on my tail when I'm a wolf. Excellent. Uh, so no magical items for anyone. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have... What's magic? Are we allowed to just spend these credit cards as much as we want? <laughs> this is... So you have... You check the credit cards very quickly and you see that you have around 5,000 gold on each one of them, which is enough to buy maybe one exceptionally rare piece of technology or, you know, one or two slightly less uh, prized. Is there somewhere that, and I guess you would ask Tenebris or maybe just sort of wouldn't potentially know if this thing exists. I don't have, I don't wear any armor currently. So my AC is dreadful. Um, is there 
I don't want Infinity to wear armor because she's beautiful um, in her nakedness. And is there anywhere that I could go to get like some kind of upgrade that might be the equivalent of wearing armor? Mm, excellent. Okay. Um... I say that I am actually wearing leather armor. I did not know that. Could I get better armor? <laughs> Okay, so uh, looking to improve your the class yeah. of your armor. Yeah. Um, okay, and uh, I've, got an I've got an idea. I would like to find some sort of tech or communication style shop, and I would like to ask them if they have anything which will sort of. Basically, I want a tinfoil hat. Stop. I want a precise... <laughs> That will wants... interfere with with telepathy yeah. slash electromagnetic communication slash all of that shit. Okay. At the same shop, Duro um, <laughs> would definitely would would Duro would basically want the the monk equivalent of a battery pack, something that allows them to get more juice, more charge into their system for short periods of time. What does that what, what does that translate as? That's that's more key points. Oh, you are. Like, is, there, is there an item that, that you can? Is there? I don't know. That's... I don't know. That's... <laughs> okay. That's All right. So you're looking for an item that can boost your key points. That would be cool. Not, not permanently. It's like a. I mean, there's things like pearl of power for spell slots. Um... Okay. What I would like you all to do is describe to me how you would like to source. Like, how are you going to maximize your skills to source what you're after? Uh, and then give it to me in the form of a particular check that you'd like to make, and and explain why that check is is how you find <laughs> it's it. relevant. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm gonna be uh, like very boringly. Obviously, I'm a charisma caster. Like, you know, is it fair to say that that I can like talk to the people in the shops and get them to kind of want to help me find either the right shop or the right person or the right bit of kit? Absolutely, yeah. Maybe persuasion. Yeah, yeah. Persuasion. Uh, that makes perfect sense, yeah. Can Uriel sort of, I'm imagining looking through the tech sections of like, you know how like in like East End markets and stuff, there's just like random tech crap that will be on like a table. Mm -hmm. Sort of looking through and trying to work out like, what can I use that for? As a sort of looking for an insight check for how can I repurpose? What is the fundamental purpose of that bit of tech? What can I use it for? Um... So in insight, so you look at, oh, right. Okay, so, you, so insight is normally insight into someone's character. Yeah. Uh, but I guess you could, you could have an insight into the nature of the sort of equipment that someone is showing to you, and from that read into how. The, yeah, I'll take it. I've sure. justified okay. it in my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important thing. And Infinity? Uh, I would like to go around and kind of get the lay of the land of all the different shops and try and find and watch and see if there are any, like, <laughs> druids, uh, druids, uh, droids or robots going into any particular shops looking like they might be going to get upgrades. And obviously that would be a survival check. Quite clearly, obviously. I think. Quite clearly. I because it's normally to follow tracks, hunt wild game, or guide your group. And I would say I am guiding myself. 
part of the group. Your game in this case is the technology that you yeah. seek. I can, I, I see Hunter and hunted. Yeah. Absolutely correct. All of you, that sounds great. None of you get advantage. <laughs> You're all... Make your rolls. Incite this. There's a lot of it. Uh, 15. God damn it. 10. Ooh. 24. 24. <laughs> 24. 24. 24. 24. Alrighty. So, uh, let's start with uh, Uriel. Um, still thinking about all this kind of hoo-ha and hullabaloo around you, still noticing bits. You find it difficult to concentrate. You do, however, come across a mighty fine taxidermist on your travels. And they see a way of inserting you into one of their prime stuffed wolves <coughs> and from there you think that with a bit of work from the thrift section of the oh bazaar you could pick up a pretty a pretty neat looking ball gown to go on top of that so you're you're comfortable that you've got this covered okay on top of it. that we just you... leave Uriel to find an outfit by himself. This is what they come. This back. is what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We're great. On Actual top of that, stuffed wool. You are unable to find. <laughs> you are unable to source uh, something that could help boost your key. However, what you do see is uh, in your travels. Uh, uh, an interesting merchant of finger enhancements. Someone that will take a single finger off you and replace it in a mechanical, uh, with a mechanical powered finger, which has in itself special abilities. One of these fingers, it offers to remove your biological finger, it can't be done with the mechanical one, sadly, and replace it with a small metallic sheep's head with two curly horns. What's that? Is there any purpose to this besides aesthetic? Absolutely, absolutely. So glad you asked. Now, this little baby, pointed at your preferred target, say the uh, powered, and bang! That will shoot a bolt of energy right at them, knock them five feet back, and inflict some damage. When you say damage, are we talking minor burns or complete disintegration? We're talking about being. Imagine, if you will, I don't know if you have, if you know your knowledge of mythology, but back in the ancient days, there were such great woolly animals with these kind of uh, uh, protuberances on their faces, and these animals could could knock whole buildings over. It was said with the mighty force of their bludgeoning damage. And the, it was the force that was the key part of the damage. <laughs> I will take one of your bludgeoning fingers. How excellent! May I also? potentially interest you in one of these and holds up an eyeball and this is an eyeball that has clearly been removed from an eye socket somewhere down the line pretty early like recently this little number will allow you to get a better sight of things see through the artifice uh, no, wait, no, sorry, that's a different thing. Excuse me, puts down the eye, picks up another one. This is what I'm talking about. This will allow you to see through walls. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's do it. 
I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I will take an exploding finger and a X-ray eye. Well, looking at judging by your your credit, it seems as though you're not quite, perhaps not, don't have quite enough for this. Is there? It might have to be one or the other, my friend. Oh, um. Well, it's a choice between being able to see further or disintegrate someone. One said disintegrate. This is, <laughs> this, this is you Not get the sense. You do get the sense that you know this is a, this is a market. There's people haggling all around you. you. Just you know, you pick that up as well. <laughs> it's Uriel. No, no, no. Uriel does not pick this no. up. Haggling is told not... you he did. it. No, 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 he said, uh, the DM said, I might. You might. You want the items? You are preoccupied. Um, are you, sh are you sure? I mean, I feel like the credit that I was given as part of this, uh, on this card, was, I'm pretty sure it's enough to cover both of these, isn't it? Do you do anything when you say that, or do you just say that? Well, I mean, like, why did I immediately think to threaten him? Um... No, it's a very. This is a very lackluster attempt from Muriel at haggling. Excellent. Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Sure. Uh, right, we got great, fantastic stat there. Or it can be an intimidation check. It's Nat twenty on the first attempt. Um, oh, do it again. Let's go. They're both the same, to be fair. Intimidation and uh, persuasion. Did you do it? No. No, did you no, do no, it? no, 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 no. I rolled two nat 20s. Yes! Not true. Take a picture of it. Yes, I did. Yes, I, mean, I yes, can't take a picture yes, of the first yes, one. But... Yeah. Okay, I trust one you. One in 400 chance. Fuck yeah. God wants you to have these fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the vendor looks at you. They're great big red bushy beard. And they've got a tiny. Big, great big bushy beard. Bushy beard. Bushy beard. Bushy beard. Tiny little eyes peeking up at you over the top of this. You know, it's one of those beards that goes all the way up to the eye sockets. And it goes, I like you, son. <laughs> very much. Right, give us your fingers. And then, like, out comes it with a big Stanley knife. And then, <laughs> ten minutes later, you've got your, you've got a little, where, where would you like them? Well, I want the eyeball in my eye socket. Oh, yeah. So he goes, there we go, two fingers up. And, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> There you go, uh, sir. That's cut off for you free of charge. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like it's got to be the index. No, no, ring finger. Ring finger. Oh, no, 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 because you can't point your ring finger. <laughs> uh, the little finger, then. Uh, little finger. Ah. <laughs> to be fair, the most useless finger, so you're giving it a good a good purpose. Do you know how like you can't walk if you remove your little toe? If you get your little toe chopped off, you lose the stability and you can't walk properly. I don't know if the little finger Does has that a similar apply to purpose. most of your other toes as well. No, 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 the middle ones like, are probably fine. Yeah, the middle ones are alright. Apparently it's the little toe oh, that if you okay, lose, you, you lose side. stability. Okay. You lose the... Yeah, okay. Guess you have to find out. Um, so, yeah, he gives you back your other finger and then gets out a big bell jar and goes, right! And then greases around the eye socket and then... Oh, 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 no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this Ooh. happening? We did not have the content warnings for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it goes. 
And you now have one eye. Like... <laughs> Dangling around everywhere. Oh, I'm moody. Yeah. <laughs> I will send you what these can do. Uh, I have exploding a bit. So okay. now, infinity. Hmm. Um, you're searching for DM question. Some... Yes. Does this mean that I can see through walls, but with no depth perception? You can see through walls, but you have no idea how many walls you've seen through. It's going to walk no. up and yeah. into them. We're the other side of this wall in the next kilometre or so. Is it constant or is it like a usage? I can't tell thing? if they're very close and, and very, <laughs> or if they're far away or they're just very small. Um, yeah. Is it constant or is it like one, two times a day or whatever? It, it, you have to choose when you want to employ it a day, oh, that's and it good. lasts for a, <laughs> lasts for a minute. Nice. Uh, Infinity. Um, you are searching, and the first thing you find, obviously, is a delightful dressmaker. Is that that is that what we are? Well, I would still like a dress if there's money just for separately, it. Just independently. Which <laughs> was that? Was that any? It was. Uh... Is it Although I am <laughs> thinking about this, if I do have to. This is Infinity no, walking no, on do... her own. She's going, if I do have to talk to anyone, I cannot be a wolf because I cannot talk when I'm doing that. So I maybe I should get a dress as well. I'll go, I'll buy a dress as well. I'll buy a dress as well. And uh... you go into the shop and you buy it. You see all these fantastic dresses and you do indeed find one which is um, fantastic glittering, um, but also a kind of translucent, transparent shades within it that magnify and kaleidoscope um, the natural colors of your body. Excellent. It perfectly fits as well. Obviously, you know this is delightful, and I don't say this very often, but you look stunning. This is the dress for you. Thank you. And you're very lucky that you can pull it off. Thank if I may you say so, so because Thank most you. people who come in here, this is a special one. Off, and you, you'll shoot out. And, and by the way, looking for a handbag because I would love I'm a handbag. Friend. Absolutely. Do you have one that matches my screens with stars and things? I believe the screens do. Ch oh, stars! Of course. Yes, that's, they're normally best. stars. You see, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're clouds. When I get sad, sometimes the screens uh, they change into clouds, and uh, it's it's quite interesting. Uh, fascinating. Mm. Um, mm, do you really think yes. it's fascinating? I do. And as you're, we're walking you along until you you really you see a sign hanging in the air from a, a great kind of floating platform, celestial baggage, and on it is all sorts of different kinds of. Um, astrally themed uh, uh, handbags and, and larger kind of rucksacks and even a couple of um, just sort of what looks like small sized paddling pools but are clearly built for <laughs> luggage. Wow. Please, oh, could I have that one? I just, I'm thinking of one with like a very little handle so if I'm a wolf I can like hold it there and it'll sit right <laughs> below the chin. Absolutely. Oh! And... Uh, you're given it by a large furry creature who comes over on their eight legs and hands it to you over. You get this beautiful handbag, um, perfectly fits your starry form, and now you're left to your search for something which could maybe make you less tricky to hit. More tricky to hit. So, you search and search, and you feel like you're in the wrong part of the bazaar for the kind of heavy-duty stuff you're looking for. However, you do come across uh, an engineer of sorts, someone who is specialised in creating small items of uh, intensely crafted technology. And what you see is uh, 
a small sphere, dusty red in colour, that um, seems to float in a kind of anti-magnetic field above the surface of uh, this table on which it's laid out. Mm. And something calls to you about it. You inquire, and the merchant... <gasps> Hola! I'm so glad that you have come. It's your sort that we live to see every day. And you see that they too are a robot. I'm a robot. I've traveled many, many miles to be here, on here the edge of the galaxy to learn what I can about great races that inhabit beyond. But there's no time for this. We cannot bore you with my life story. Come. Maybe another day. Maybe, perhaps. If you have time, I'm always here. But this lovely little beauty picks up. Made simply for us, the mechanical types, will float above your head. A beautiful adornment, perhaps, to what is already a very striking appearance. Everyone here is so nice. Thank you. Yes, well, it is a pattern. <laughs> we work on the pattern many, many months. Now, so, what this will do, I believe you're looking for something to strengthen your already... Yes, I, I stand out quite a lot, you see. So if, if someone's angry at me and tries to say, hit me with something, it's very easy for them to spot me and they just sort of smack me upside the head. I cannot believe it. Such a beautiful thing as you. No, this will, of a certainty, uh, increase the classage of your armour. Oh, but wonderful. By a mere... It's not, it's not a very great deal, but it will help. And no doubt, it will help. Um, great. Uh, per perfect. And as they are talking to you. Um, so it will be perhaps... Wait. Wait, wait, wait. And he looks down at your fingers. I see you have very pretty fingers. Hand them over. <laughs> Why does yeah. everyone want my f our fingers today? I can replace them with milky fingers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> utter fingers. Oh, utter hands. Utter, utter hands. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if, if it is a problem avoiding damage you're after, perhaps I could uh, interest you in this. And um, from the drawer underneath the desk, uh, he takes out um, what looks like a coiled spring. This fit into the exact position on your fingers. Yes. Now, if at any point. You are attempting to escape from a situation which will require you to move with incredible speed and dexterity. You can simply, and you find you have moved in the wrong fashion. You will simply engage this, point the spring downwards, and boom, you have another shot at doing it again. Oh. But more evasive, if you will. Mm. Perhaps yeah. I could interest you as well. I mean, that does sound useful. I fell into a box the other day because I wasn't really dexterous enough. And a giant very... spider was... I thought they might kill me, actually. You really do have an interesting life story. Uh, so, <laughs> for this... It would be a mere... Ooh, for you, 5,000. 5, 5, Wonderful, I have this card. Excellent. I would take the card, my lady. Oh. Assuming you are a lady. Uh, yes, uh, she, she, they. Thank you. It's very kind of you to us. Always, always check. Please take this and uh, they unscrew your finger. And oh, I didn't it. realize you were taking my finger, but yes, yes. okay. I sorry, I thought it was going on top of the finger. No, 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 the finger is part of the deal. Right. Excellent. Okay. Yes. Replaces it with a spring, 
Uh, oh uh, no! Ali, have you watched the documentary recently about finger removals? Or like, <laughs> I feel like we're tapping into something. Have you had a bad dream recently? What are the? I just think you don't know what these people are going to be doing with your fingers. Like, it's not... right? Yes, I'm a bit. One concerned man's finger is another man's lunch. Uh, and then also um, hands you over this floating, pale, dusky, pale pink orb. Wonderful, thank which you. Which you would know is a. Ironstone <gasps> in the oh, shit. What? Which one? You got a what? It's your. It's an Ironstone of protection. Oh, so let's. It gives you a plus plus one AC bonus. Oh. Ow. Add to equipment. Thank you. Uh, for my non D and D friends, what what's the significance of that? Sorry. Ironstones are from like a god. I the god Ion. They're like big, it's... big, powerful items. They're great. Oh, okay. Yeah, in this situation, well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I use stone, it's fine. Um, uh, yeah, so they basically you wear them in place of a helmet and they give you, uh, they grant you powerful abilities. Hmm. Um, so while all that's going on, Tenebris, you really get this market. You know, uh, you're really feeling the vibe. You move, you've actually been here many times before, so it's nice to be home in this instance. Um, first, you find yourself... Uh, the kind of wolf that you are. <laughs> yes. Is yes. it? It's it's a furry, correct? Yes. Correct. You are correct. Oh god, how did I not fit? Like that? a sort of, like a sort of, very attractive, humany, wolfy, human wolf person. That's a furry, right? So you had. We would call a furry. That's what I would think is a furry. Isn't a furry someone who fancies? people who look or is it i don't know actually i just i'm not no you i think... dress up as wolves you, you, yeah. you have a fursona that you can dress up as i think furries just if you're just generally into it like like but my Chat, point is i don't is know very much annoyed. about this okay i know some of the terminology that's all my point is that simon like uriel is like got a literal dead wolf on him and i'm like no no it's a costume it's got to be a little bit like anthropomorphized right that's what that's what i mean and you head unerringly towards the furry section of the bazaar. <laughs> Another Ali Jennings clip. <laughs> um, and soon you're surrounded by svelte, sensual-looking elephants, by really toned, uh, muscular ducks, and you finally find yourself into the wolf section. There's vast choice, and, you know, you pick something uh, elegant, Something that doesn't give too much away, but really just suggest that this is... Is it the wolf male or female? Um, they're a little red riding hood, so they're like a little girl wolf. Oh, okay. D delightful. So actually, it's a bit of a kind of... It's got a bit of a Japanese anime thing going on. It's just riding the borders sure. of acceptability. Um, <laughs> Definitely an adult wolf, though. It's... Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, it's not... You know, you're quite deep down in the market at this stage. But you know what you want, and you get it. No problems, no questions asked. There never are in Furry Town. And now you're searching now for something which could maybe protect you. Protect you from dark. Tenebris is very like. Uh, I just feel like itchy all over my skin. I'm just like very paranoid right now. And you oh, do 
you do hear the whispers of other people's thoughts as you move through the crowd. Not Nothing as full-on as recent happenings, but... Now, is this a helmet to block people from getting into your head, or to stop you from getting out of your head? Well, that mm. is the question, isn't it? Um, both. I mean, the stopping stopping me from getting out of my head was the, was my priority, but I don't want to admit that to anyone else, so I shall try and negotiate my way around that. So, stopping people from getting into your head is a very, very powerful magical item, mm -hmm. and just to, so 24 is a very high roll, but, <laughs> but I don't have that much money. But that's a really, however, there is less of a market for stuff which actively stops you from getting out of your own head. Yeah, okay. And deeper down, as you make your way into towards, you know, almost down towards street level, obviously nothing in this area reaches street level down there is dangerous and you wouldn't go there, but you reach the more kind of uh, less salubrious zones of the bazaar, the augmentation zones, the found parts, people who don't want you questioning where they're merchandise has come from and you do find something that might foot the bill what you find is a pickled scalp oh god mm. why why that's even worse why okay yeah. no, i found a pickled scalp are you all right ali do we, do we okay, need to have happened? an intervention are we okay I know you're no, in London no, no. right now, but... <laughs> Something about this lighting. It's just making me... <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, if you told me when we were like, yeah, Simon, we're going to do this D&D show, right? But get it, it's going to be D&D and science. It's definitely not going to end up with a shopping episode <laughs> where we get a furry outfit. There's like... always going to be shopping episodes. <laughs> the furry bit wasn't mandatory! No, no, that, that, that's come out of nowhere. And Infinity's been turning into animals... For quite some time and we've managed to avoid it but no <laughs> but i don't you know nothing wrong. doesn't have to be sexual anyway even if there and there isn't anything wrong with it but also this nope. is a very non-sexual situation no i never said it was i just i you've been typing weird things Simon. you have been typing weird things in the Simon's chat, been typing chat Simon. weird things in no, chat no. and i don't like them it's disgusting you need to stop Follow it our twitch channel to find out what they are except yeah. no, because you don't want this i'm sorry no, you do you want this just watch it this. you do subscribe though subscribe, you won't do it again chat. it's fine a very commanding 30 you are as well now <laughs> oh this scalp pickled as it is uh scalp okay what it does, it has been taken from a creature from the outer realms, uh, one that we very rarely see. Now, the exudate from this uh, piece of scalp is enough to um, to dampen any external, uh, you would call them psychic, although it's not the technical term, but let us call them psychic, any psychic uh, powers or emanations from your brain hole or even anywhere around you. Now, simply take the scalp, Squeeze the exudate onto your scalp and then rub it into the hair and this should provide some form of dampening. If this is what you what, require. What, what happened to the creature from the outer realms whose scalp it was? We never ask. And thus, 
We are never asked to ask. Hey, I'm sorry. Thank you. This little delightful mm, piccadillo can be yours for a mere, mm, let me see, perhaps 2,000. It is not particularly sought after, I have to say. However, since you are here, perhaps I could interest you in something else as well. And they take out a vial of liquid. Um, it's completely clear, and it sits still in the flask. Now, this would bring it up to a princely 5,000 very powerful. This will cause you to... <sighs> well, it'll cause you to... The nanites in this will cause you to grow wings, they say. How much is on the card, Ali, that we checked? How much is on the card? 5,000. Yeah. Oh, oh, it is. Okay. Or, perhaps, I could interest you in this. And they hold up another vial yellow with black streaks running through it i'm not asking where any of these juices are coming from but just so you know i am wandering inside my head excellent wander away and this is the uh, saliva from another creature whose pheromones allow you to do move at incredible speed that sounds useful i could run away fast Indeed. somewhere how much is the, the, this one? This one would also bring it up to 5,000. All of them together would come to 8,000. I don't, I don't have 8,000, but please, please, oh my gosh, this seems a lot. Please, wait, did I already, I already got the, I already got the costume, right? This is, I still have yeah. enough to. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, so you have. I will please take your pickled scalp and this yellow and black stuff. Thank you. Excellent. So kind doing business with you, and I hope we will see you again soon, but not too soon. Oh. And uh, you all <laughs> drift away, and you meet up in Volvo again, um, just as the sound of uh, the city starts to uh, disappear. The sound of the bazaar starts to disappear beneath you, and you are rising up again towards Sibes. Can I, can I use my new eye to like try and look through... I, who am I kidding? The first thing Euro's going to want to look through is the mechanics of Volvo. Can I see anything interesting? In... Disgusting. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, you get one use of this per day. Oh, right. I didn't make note of that. Right. Um, yeah, I won't use it then. Yeah. So maybe I'll just I'll just let you guys see one use of that per day. You can see through. We're about um, to map though. You are, but this would be in a twenty-four hour period. So. Ah yeah. damn. Um. So you can penetrate one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, or three feet of wood or dirt. Um, the like other one we'll get to when you want to use it. Like beta radiation. I'm assuming my ring was ring of evasion, or my new That's finger. That's right, yeah. yeah okay. It is, your spring finger. Um, what's the name of the um, finger? Spring finger. Um, the name of the finger, the fi uh, so that you've got the, the finger of the ram. Ring of the ram. Prepare for ramming if on, speed! If you're on D&D Beyond... Sai, you can look for Ring of the Ram. Nice one. Now, 
what would you all like to do in the build-up? The, the last thing that Saib said to you before you left is, you need to be at the Vela Wharf, 7 p.m. Vela? Vela. It's now mid-morning. Great. If we sleep for eight hours, I can download a new update. It's We've really messed up our sleeping, our sleeping patterns. Maybe after the ball, we should go to sleep again and try and get back on a, a sort Did of. Did we sleep schedule. last night? I don't even well, no, we we slept in the afternoon. Then we in the middle of the night we went and kind of oh, did Daedalus's, no. and we didn't quite realize we were doing it in the middle of the night, but we just did. Yeah. So um, and okay. Then, yeah. So now if we sleep now, and then I agree. Go to the ball, and then sleep again after the ball. We'll just have we'll force ourselves to go to sleep after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Even though we won't be tired. Okay. So I like it. Is there anything else? Are there any other plans you would like to make? Is there anything else you would like to get in it before? Are we worried about, you know, what might happen at the ball? Should we be? Well, yeah, a little bit because, you know, Rojas is a powerful family. You know, people can be really mad and, you know, I, I, I might be planning on doing some things like looking into people's brains okay. that they might not like if they found out. So, yeah. Okay, fine. Well, um, just ahead of it, before we go to sleep, uh, have some good berries and I'll grow my little good berries in my hand. Oh, thank you. And hand out three to each of them and I'll take four. Um, they'll last for 24 hours, so... Oh. And, may, and they also taste nice, so, you know, if people want a snack at the ball and you want to help them, you could you could give them one. Thanks, Infinity. You're welcome. I'm just going to go on and um, see if I can ask Jeremy or see if... Is there... Where can I read the newspapers? Ali, want to read Would the they newspapers? have newspapers? <laughs> Be like downloads. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, people take their news in different ways, um, you know. Like there is a kind of niche market for printed news, um, but the main way of doing it would be simply to go to one of the information points in the house and just ask it what you wanted to know. I go to the in information point and be like, "Hello, have there been any significant stories from Lansdowne Port recently?" <laughs> also, do you knock on the door? <laughs> Um, Infinity is going to talk to every door in the house and be like, are you Tom? Hello, are you Tom? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Can you please do that? I will use all my spell slots yes. <laughs> that I have yes. currently left. Yes. Infinity, to yes. cast um, Speak With Plant. Speak With Tom. Speak With Door. Speak With Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, you... you uh, so you, there's a momentary flicker as um, the information point uh, searches for the information that comes back to you. Tonight on Lansdownport News, we bring you <laughs> the tidal waves that have been rocking the region are increasing in uh, strength and force. Homes have been <laughs> shattered and piers have been smashed. Now, many people moving into the swamplands, which provide a natural barrier to these kind of effects. However, it seems that the worst is yet to come. We join Dana on the scene, and then you get a look, and there's a there's a, a, a halfling um, woman uh, in a small kind of boat, like just offshore. <laughs> oh, Scott, I'm here offshore in Lansdowne Port. <sighs> What we see here, truly, 
truly unprecedented. It seems as though the city itself has turned upon the town. This kind of activity has not been witnessed in the many, many years, and I've just been told that there's another one in here. We'll have to leave it there, Tom. Thank you. That's Dana. Love that one. Thank you, Dana. And now, evening news with Perry. Wow. And then it, that, and that's the news report that you get. Did we? <laughs> that was amazing. First off, second off. I really, I really enjoyed how it was like an airline pilot at the beginning. <laughs> and uh, we got reports coming in from Lansdowne Port. Uh, <laughs> increasing tidal wave activity. Uh, <laughs> we knew about the earthquakes, but we didn't necessarily encounter a tidal wave. No tidal waves. Right? We no haven't heard anything, we about, haven't tidal anything about tidal waves. That makes sense because there was increasing earthquakes, but mm. there weren't tidal waves. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, hey, Infinity. Hello. Yes. Um, I was just going to say, you know, if, if in between you're like talking to doors. Is that um, for you, Tom? <laughs> in the cupboards. Can, um, just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. You could also ask if you wanted to know what the thing we saw was flying around that we lost. Maybe it'll be on the news. Oh, right. Yes, we didn't really see it, though. No, but you could be like, I don't know, just uh, look look through the headlines Where? and see if them, any of them say... Where do I look? Watch out. Oh, so this the information port here, you can talk oh. to it just like you would the door, except you don't have to... You can just talk to it right. normally. Okay. Hello. Let me know if you find Tom, okay? I will. I realise I don't even really know why we know who Tom about Tom because I don't think we <laughs> heard about forgotten? Tom at all. I don't think Uriel told us anything about a Tom. Oh no, Uriel! Did you not tell us about Tom? No, I definitely <gasps> told you about the did doors. You? I yeah, I definitely did. That's a really good point. We, can we I assume don't... that you? We'll assume related... you did. Well, we'll assume. You I did, am pretty yeah. sure I did. Well, cool. great. Um, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll look through the headlines if Tom responds me to. Um, what are you? You're searching for these creatures. Big flying thing, uh, a danger in Gunker. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you scroll through and um, you do find something. Uh, a, a little report out um, from um, one of the flying uh, research stations um, stationed around around Gunker, and um, it takes you immediately um, to an older an older gentleman, kind of like hunched over, grey haired. And they're looking out of the window, and right next to them is one of these huge uh, birds that you saw before, um, streaked with grey, mottled even, but even more so. And um, you hear the, the, the old man leans in towards the camera, incredibly hunched over, and goes, This magnificent creature was once only seen during many, many years in the Mackinji Mountains. But now it seems as though these fantastic beings have started to amass in greater and greater number. Our planet is a fragile thing. We must cherish. But... <laughs> and then the screen goes and it goes blank. And... Oh no, oh no. Tenebris? Yes? I'm just going to bed. You know, Are you alright? Well, the, the flying thing that you asked me to check about. Yes? Alright, oh, I'm coming down. Hi. It's one of the birds we saw. The giant bird. 
They're really scary giant bird. From like the second day we ever knew each other. It tried to eat us. It did. You don't want them flying around going, could it? Well, try apparently they are. I hope, I mean, I guess they're taking care of it, but we should not. If we see a giant bird, let's not go near it because, you know, I they think... seem hungry. Right. Yes. Um, can I also, can Infinity try and, like, download, like, what is that bird? Like, connect to the satellites? <laughs> like, because if, if someone's doing that. a documentary about it and they know history of it, she should be able to take that info in. Make a nature check. <gasps> hey, that's the name of the other he show! Said the oh, he said the thing! Who said, said the thing? Oh, it's good. Uh, 23. Mm, yes, okay, so... With that, you reach out after the satellites and you scan their knowledge banks and you would know that this is known colloquially as a rock ROC. What you know about it um, is that it is not considered a creature in the same way that the flora and fauna of Braxigantu are. Whatever this is, it doesn't, it doesn't fit into the terraforming guidelines of the planet it appears to be either well it, it is not clear what it is but it That's is a monstrosity awesome. of some sort <gasps> i love what it is. interesting oh. oh no oh i love it i love it okay I'll, and I'll, with that okay. does anybody else have anything else they want to do before um, um, other than to talking do. to okay, the doors okay. and trying to find talk to the help. doors this is the end <laughs> I would like to send two sendings before we sleep. Mm -hmm. I have enough for that, yes. I've got loads. Um, I would like to send one sending to Constance. Excellent. Hey, Constance. It's me. I heard about the tidal waves. Oh, my gosh. You should go away from the sea and be very safe. Please. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you. I hear you. I'm sorry. I heard you. I didn't see you. We're safe. We gone upstream. That's one word. And then that's it. <laughs> Love her so much. So oh my god, she's the best. Okay, and then just before I go to bed, I'm also gonna sending. I'm gonna sending Daedalus Grain. I love her. I can't help it. I'm going to just very solemnly say, <clears throat> Daedalus Grain. Don't worry. We will help you. My mistress will help you too. Everything will be okay soon um from tenebris thanks okay bye love you <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't mean to say that oh XO, no XO oh, i didn't know what to say that. Oh, no. <laughs> thanks mom oh fuck <laughs> Oh, There's dear. a long pause. Oh no. Oh no. And then you get 
Tenebris. I haven't slept in a long, long time. I feel quite weak, but it's good to hear your voice. And that's it. Oh, oh dear. See, they didn't feel the need to use all the words. <laughs> I see that now. I see the benefit of that. What would you do if there were loads? Just like, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Uh, Is that oh, enough? Oh. Oh, Uriel, is there okay. anything you want to do? Sleep. Yeah. Uriel, I'm going to ask you to roll before you sleep. A rejecting my new organs roll? <laughs> no, I want you to roll an insight check. Oh. Could do that. So he's getting up his character sheet. Who good at insight? Uh, it's my best character stat by a significant margin. It's insight into your machines, dexterity isn't it, really? stuff. Oh. None of the um, uh, That is a 23. Wow. Something's been playing on your mind. You are. As you all move up towards the bedchambers. There's, a lot, there's traffic noise around here. Mm, yes, with the uh, the Sound windows dampen. dampen the sounds in your lovely, cool, mellow vibe situation. You've been thinking about what you were looking for in the market. Some way of boosting your internal power. And it, it's been bothering you because you seem to remember something like that happening once. Mm. And you throw your mind back and you do remember Something that Scythe, the mistress, did. Something that she used. And you remember, before you went into Martin's Bane and things became a bit fuzzy, you remember an interaction with her where she used the artifact that you had brought with you. Oh, shit, yeah. And that somehow had tapped into that and allowed you to gain power from it. And that sticks in your mind that maybe there's something there. But you're just having these moments on the cusp of sleep. Sure. Can I, and... we, can I check? We gave that to the archivist, didn't we? No, you did not. We didn't give it to you. Him. You can't, you couldn't have because that were, you were in the networks. So you can't bring that thing in. You gave knowledge of it to her, right. but not the thing itself. And you. Um, drift into the ones and zeros that form the sea of your sleep. Tenebris, you dreams of ancient caves and the happiness that you found there, but also the danger around you makes it hard for you to sleep, but eventually you drift off. And infinity, the last time you dreamt, you had a moment where you saw Braxigantu from above and you felt a great weight of memory that you sat on and then nothing. This dream is different. On In this dream, you are... You are mycelia, the fungal web beneath a forest. 
you cover thousands of kilometers and feel the breath and life and death of an entire rainforest. And sat in this strange sensation, luxuriating in it, you feel for a second the presence of another mind within yours. And that's it. You all wake uh, from your slumber and Muriel's <laughs> 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 really awake. <laughs> <laughs> we all Isn't that how you <laughs> wake up every day? You just wake up like... <laughs> And you have all leveled up to level nine. So congratulations oh, well on all of you. And yes. Uriel, uh, on uh, top of your leveling up, X, you have I. I, X. retained that momentary insight you have. And you have taken the artifact and by a complicated process of strapping it to your back and then attaching a load of wires to it, duct you tape. basically, <laughs> you have duct taped it Bruce Willis style to your back. And, um, connected it to your power circuit and felt the surge of raw power from this item. You don't know where it's coming from, you don't know how it works, but it's giving you that power. That gives you plus two key points. So nice. Access those. Oh, that's huge. And that's huge. The three of you come downstairs um, and you see in the front of you uh, what do you see? A creepy um, dwarf. You no, see in front of you a hunched goblin man leathery green skin piercing yellow eyes wearing a tall brown suit and from hello the pockets me. of hello from the pockets of which keep spilling all sort of bits of old gems and kind of broken jewelry and all stuff like that it keeps well, the retirement funds no oh, dear, all sort of legal documents and all stuff um <laughs> you put on your wolf costumes and the pack leaves um, you take uh, a much more fancy car this time. Um, the Aston Martin. Is, yes, exactly. <laughs> very beautiful. Lots of lovely lines and curves. <laughs> so wait, Infinity, um, are you in astral form for this? What, not yet. What you... I'm going to turn into a wolf you're going before to I get you, there. You need to all become... You can't leave the house without oh. becoming in disguised uh -huh. because you must... You, no one must be seen. She'll walk down in the dress and be like, does everyone, be like, does everyone like my dress? I'm in a full wolf stuff, <laughs> just like no articulation. <laughs> <laughs> Rotate at the hips. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's, the furry method is the better method. And then I'll just it's take beautiful. my- infinity. Thank you. And then I'll just take it's the bag, incredible. put it in my mouth, and then immediately become a, like, star wolf. And- uh... Oh, you're going to be a wolf then? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. I think that's what they're normally supposed to sound like. Not like that, you know, do your best wolf. <laughs> do your best wolf, Tenebris. I'm a talking wolf, okay? Oh. Tenebris, you've also managed to find quite a kind of a, a well-tailored suit, like a power suit. So your Me? furry, yes, if you if you wish, your furry can be more kind of a powerful uh, businesswoman-style furry. I'm a little red riding wolf. It's thematic. You can, 
Yes, you're absolutely right. You look at it, you feel like maybe you would like that, but no, it's not right for the time. You throw <gasps> it away. Is that wrong? I didn't, oh, wait, I didn't get a, I didn't get a bow though. So is there a little bow on the suit? Could could I have that on my tail? You can you fashion one from this power suit. Yes, exactly. Nice. So now um, and all of you uh, make your way to the car and you fly up towards what are known as the kelp. These great um, swaying structures, long, thin, flat buildings that are hinged at various key points that allow them to sway and float in the air as the cables that hang them, uh, hanging from these cables uh, in space, um, as those cables move, the buildings themselves move. And here is where the wharf, Vela Wharf, is. And as you reach it, you see the Antares, an interstellar super yacht. Oh. oh. This We're bougie is now, bitches. <laughs> a great golden lozenge held in the air by massive cables running down from the station rings in orbit. So the lozenge, this great sort of pill-like spaceship, is covered in lavish, gaudy ornamentation, like Rococo statuettes, fountains of gerb system marble, great Corinthian pillars or flowers and holding up, supporting these intricate friezes of sort of historical events happened throughout the great history of humankind. And the lower side of this ship is one-way gold-tinted plexi-shielding. And on the upper side, if you are stood at the wall, and you can see upper and lower, and on the upper side is one complete transparent bubble through which you can see actual trees and greenery, a park traveling on the top of this spaceship. And around the spaceship, as you stand on the gangway into which you must enter, you see a gently rotating platinum band with thrust producers, control equipment, and the bridge of the ship. Around you are all manner of different characters. You see ancient mythical dragons. You see hunched-up trolls, ogres. You see... Uh, uh, knights in shining armor with great flaming swords. Um, you see Valkyries. Um, you see just blobs of jam. You see bananas. You... <laughs> Everything is here. And uh, as you are, uh, you come closer and closer to the ship. Um, you hear the uh, murmur and mutterings of of conversations, and <laughs> the music. Starts to drift in. Tenebris has, has been like walking, like just that sort of step to the side and behind the Lady Vivagi, and it's just like all just like so familiar. And having slept now, like she's she's wanting to to like fiddle her fingers again with the energy and just like keeping it really like stiff, like a stiff wolf, and and very like. Um, Uriel and Infinity, this is the first time you've ever seen such opulence. Um, how do you feel? 
This seems wildly impractical. You could make so much space savings by removing half of this. Infinity's can't talk, but is going to uh, <laughs> sort. Did we go up to the park? Sorry, I was reading a spell. Mm -mm. This is you've just seen it. You've been okay. standing on the on the gangplank, she's, looking at this. She's just staring vessel. up at the park at the top and being mm, like, oh. "You." As you look up, you say, "Oh, cool." You see, um... <laughs> you said it, Chewy. <laughs> uh, you see multicolored macaws um, <laughs> flying through the air uh, above all these trees, um, sparrows, uh, and even um, the wide white wings of a swan. Oh, um, I was hoping you were going to say peacock. Peacock is the most ostentatious of birds to own. Yeah, it's a bit much though, isn't it? But you're swan right. Is a, swan is a lot. Like it's absolutely on brand for this. And as you watch further, you do in fact see a little flurry of peacock feathers, something just shaking its tail out, getting ready for the evening's frivolity. Have you ever seen? Imagine them fly? a star peacock. Like when they what peacocks flying between trees look fucking spectacular because mm -hmm. they have those tail feathers that they drape behind them. Yeah, oh. it's beautiful. So. Uh, you enter, and in front of you, sigh, the lady. Talking like this, obviously, everything is very much so like that. But even so, you can see the, the incredible eminence of charisma that just floats out of her. All the other bits of fruit and all stuff like that. They feet and stuff and shoes and things all talking to her. These massive boots walking along. Great disguises. People seem to get the sense that this is someone special, even within this great crowd. In you walk uh, into a great uh, entry chamber and um, people standing, you're immediately handed uh, a bubbling glass of something fizzy, mm, delicious, it smells lovely. You hear someone from, oh darling, I've had some of this before, well, lovely, so happy that we're here once more, another year, another turn around the planet, eh? Um, <laughs> oh, some cause I well, don't want to be between. Bartholomew, no, 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 you don't call me that. You call me, ooh. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a creature from the planet, ooh, it's very exciting. It's, oh! um, you move forward, uh, you're handed a volavant, and those of you who can eat, eat. The rest of you, you just hold this volavant, trying to get it into your costumes. And you feel like, as you're being taken through great gilt halls and uh, these lavishly carpeted um, corridors, you feel like you're being swept towards somewhere in particular. Around you, the excitement, the hubbub begins to build and the music rises. And at last, you come to, uh, oh, you come to two uh, beautifully painted gilt doors. They open <laughs> with a theatrical creak out into a great circular domed room done in Regency style. Paintings on the walls. As you look up, you see holographs enacting themselves across the roof in that domed space. One side of the room is a massive window looking out into the Gunka evening. As you gaze out, surrounded by all these strange forms, hubbub of chatter and chitter, the copper-coloured glow of the sunset illuminates the fog. Two 
curved staircases run up from the floor of this room all the way up in a massive great curve up the window to a viewing balcony at the back half of the room. And just for a second, you see the shadow of the space elevator making its inexorable progress through the air up to the rings above. You can feel the excitement building. Is there anything you'd like to do? Seriously, something is coming, but you don't know what yet. Um... If, if this is not the time, are people, are people mingling? Ooh, people are mingling, they're talking, well, they're getting their drink on. Somebody's absolutely machine. There's a small, there's a, a small girl who's absolutely nailing the volivants. Like they've eaten <clears throat> so many that you just feel like something's not right there. I would like to like prowl around the room and uh, listen out for anyone mentioning uh, Jai Rajram's name. Um, absolutely. Make a perception check. Get advantage on it because it's hearing. Aww. Ah. Can you understand English or common? Yeah. You can, so you keep your mind, but f- so all, in wild sh- wild shapes, amazing because physical stats go to the animal, but all your mental stats stay. What languages yours. do you speak? Uh, Wolfish. Well, uh, infinity speaks Cockney. common, druidic, and elvish. But I did just get a natural twenty, which comes to a twenty-nine. The third of the session. <laughs> wow. <Wowzers. laughs> On top of that, you do realise that in these rarefied companies, Elvish is the lingua franca. Oh, sick. Let's go. 29. Whoa. 29. Oh dear. You prowl. A couple of admiring looks and glances. Shake my tail. <laughs> you stretch out with your senses. Now, it being the mask, no names are being used. No one else knows their names. Do, like no one knows who anyone is, do they? Unless you come with them. They could be gossiping about them. That's true. And that is indeed what you start to hear. You start to hear just just momentary phrases. Do you think Jairajram will be here? I, you know, I've not seen them for so long. They seem to be oh, so much engaged these days. There's something I, I don't know what it is. You know, there's such a layabout. You know, Charlie, absolute back of beyond. There's such they're new money. You know, and whatever they think that they're doing, it's, it can't be that important. Well, you say that, you say that, but they've got some powerful friends, and my money is that they're planning something, you know. I mean, you know, they've always wanted that, you know, that little extra power of the family. You know, the, the, the father, what, what was his name? Dardanelle, Dardanelle Jairadram. Yes, yes, you know, Dardanelle was always one with the great politics of the time, but Jai is just such a oaf. You know, but it, maybe they've found a way to turn it around. Um, you hear these things, you hear these things. And lastly, on a natural 20, you do hear um, a soft, lifting voice. I can't believe they're talking about me like that. Absolute scum. 
Just clock where the voice comes from. You try and see, but the crowd is too dense. And you lose it. You know the voice there, you can find the voice again. Yeah. I'll trot back to the others. See what they've been up to. Uh, Milady, may we uh, take your leave and, and go and look around? Absolutely. Don't go too far, and do tell me what you find. Of course. Wait, oh god, I'm so, so sorry. No, no, you are, you tell me what you find. Oh, that's a did everything. Oh, oh god, oh god, <laughs> everyone over the place, they're so excited. Um, yeah. Bark, that's, bark. That's what you get. Woof, woof. Excellent, Uriel, you keep it up. Oh, Okay, um, I think, uh, Infinity, you can, you can, uh, I think you can speak to me telepathically, even when you're a wolf. Hi, can you hear me? Hello, can I hear? Can I yes, hear? you can. Yeah, yeah, you can hear. <laughs> I can hear. Yeah. Oh, so I just, I just did a little walk round, round the room, and um, there were lots of people talking about Jairajaran, and and oh. and then I heard someone say, "I can't believe they're talking about me like that." So I think I know roughly where they are. Okay, great. I, would, okay, I didn't I was see them, to... but I think I'd recognize the voice if I heard it again. That's great. I was thinking I was going to, like, just sending them and say, like, hi, you want to chat? But oh. that was probably not really appropriate for, like, the whole disguise thing. They'd probably be like, right. no, it's a disguise ball. Yes, Don't you maybe. Know um, Uriel, Uriel, I'm just talking to Infinity in my head, and now I'm talking to you in my head. Isn't this great? Woof. Yeah, uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> okay, so... uh. Infinity knows what uh, they sound like, or someone who's near them sounds like. So um, they're going to walk around and then like hint us to who it might be. Right. Okay? So, so we should all stick together. Yeah. Right. Okay. Wolfpack, um, go. In Infinity, Wolfpack. have you have you tried to imitate the sound of the voice uh. for Tenebris to hear? No, I don't okay, think so. No. So, only you know what it is. Yeah. Actually, sounds like. Okay. Um, <laughs> so with that, as you cast your eyes, looking around, um, the hubbub slowly diminishing, and at last, the music itself stops. Just a slight violin in the background, and a figure stands up at the top of the viewing balcony. Stunningly beautiful. Blonde, bearded, non-binary. They hang in the air a few feet off the ground. From their back, you see delicate tentacles, each ending in a glistening eye, exploring the room. Welcome. Welcome, friends, to this, the masked ball. We can begin, let the revelry begin. Oh. Wolf cries, go up. Great applause, great applause. You are the creme de la creme of Gunker's society. And of course, you know tonight, we live here 
and we will rise and rise through the night. We will dance and eat and make merry. <laughs> A great booming laugh and all of the audience cheer and whoop. Yes, we will. We will live like it is no tomorrow. We will rise. The Antares will take us to the very rim of the planet for us to witness sunfall <gasps> over the Mukinchi Mountains and see the Crimson Crown Aurora, which it must be said is even more powerful these days than it has ever been in the past. Now, enough talk from me. Let us dance! And the music builds and builds again. And suddenly... It swells and swells. Um, this great romantic music. And you realise, of course, that the room you're in isn't just a circular room, it's a ballroom. And people start to dance. And they move and they swirl. Incredibly gifted. You see, it brings tears to your eyes. The dexterity, the movement. And then you see, it's not just dancing as we would know it, but three people, four people, dancing together in intricate patterns, moving around each other, across each other. People gliding through the air. People entering the dance floor by simply throwing themselves off the balcony to be caught and integrated seamlessly into a whirl of movement. What are you all doing? Oh, God. It doesn't feel like an us thing, does it? Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to continue to try and listen out for uh, the voice I heard. Mm. So it is, it is trickier now. I'll do like um, I'll just trot round the edge of the dance floor, try, like picking my feet up like dressage. <laughs> what you do? What, what? First of all, as you wander around, I mean, it, it's an incredible sight. You're seeing, you know, you're there's someone who's come as a as a house brick, right? But they're actually moving <laughs> with such grace and fluidity that you could almost imagine that they were Barishnikov themselves, whoever that is. So mm. it's it's a great sight. What you do realise is that people aren't talking, really, in the same way. Yes, there are clumps and huddles of people scattered around the outside, watching and talking amongst themselves, whispering. But a lot of them are on the dance floor uh, doing their thing. So you can absolutely listen, but you won't hear everyone. That's fine. Can we see um, the person who's dressed up like a blob of jam? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Uriel Roller Perception tech, and... Uh, <laughs> And in fact, they're a sticky customer. You roll another. Um, well, okay. You can you can absolutely just go around listening to things. It, it will be difficult, especially with the music as high as it sure, is. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that you want to do to try and take a different check? Sort of... If I prepared a different. Yuri, what did you roll? I rolled a nat one. <laughs> oh, I can't cast a spell. I'm in mod shape. Um... <laughs> Back oh, to form, no. people. <laughs> Um, no, your view is pretty much entirely blocked out by an enormous udder sat Stop it. on the floor. 
How is that hunter or hunted? Oh god, the way did the flower dance have to come on now as I'm imagining the, the other oh, swaying in just front of me. Just swaying with drifting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't really have anything else I can do as a wolf other than wander around. I'll, I will try and like snake mm -hmm. to the edges, but there's not a lot I could do other than wander mm. around and listen. You wander around and you listen. There is a high proportion of animals here, um, of creatures, some small and prey-like and some large, muscular, the creatures who would eat uh, in the wilds. Um, roll your perception check. Just straight, I guess, with the music and everything. Yeah. yeah. That is, uh, 50. Hard to hear. You do hear one or two mentions of Jairaj Ram? You, you know, do you know them? Do you know them? No, I don't. I'm afraid. Uh, I only don't have anything to do with that vulgar class. Um, nothing of much use. And in, as far as the voice that you heard before, you don't hear it. I'll tell Tenebris. I, I can't find them anymore. It was sort of. It was sort of like a lisp. Okay. Um, lots but, of people have a lisp. Right, is there any way we could draw them out? The only thing I can think of, other than like sending them, is is to like be talking to different people. It's just to go around talking to people. Like I could talk to people and you could listen and right. find the okay. voice. Yes, mean, okay. It's gonna take a while. There are a lot of people here. Yes. Can I um see the person who was the non-binary person who was? The host. the host. Yes. The, the floating one with the eye stalks. The eye stalks really stuck. You don't see that every day. You know, the eye <laughs> stalks. You can roll a perception check, absolutely. What you Before you do, just know that having introduced the ball, they were momentarily obscured. Right, so it's finding them again. Uh, yes. Oh, that's better. Um, perceiving would be a synthetic 20. Oh, end to end stuff from Simon's Dice tonight. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Wales America game. Um, <laughs> that dates us, doesn't it? So, you they've, they've played before, I'm sure. We could be recording this in 1956. <laughs> um, what you see, uh, amid the, the beautiful movement and chaos of a dance floor. You're fairly sure you don't see them. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I I'll relay that to the other two. Um, I I can't see the the person like the host person who looked like they actually had a job. I'm going to go around and I'm going to make a little bit of small talk with everyone, and Infinity is going to follow me and keep their ears open. Okay. Also, I will, I will, flick my, I'll do, I'll do a whirlwind with my tail if you're talking to them, and I'll do a little whirlwind with my tail to like. like okay, maybe little helicopter. you can work. Maybe just whack me with your tail because I'm not okay. going to be looking at your tail. I'm going to be looking at them. Sure. Okay. Okay. How? Okay. Right. My plan is here, Ali. This is very inefficient, but my plan is to just go around and being like, "Good evening. Are you having a nice night?" Oh, lovely. Good evening. Good evening. How are you this evening? And it's just like being weirdly 
It's just given that they don't know who I am, it's a bit weird. But like, they don't know who I am. I could be, so, I could be, you know, the yacht captain. I could be the host's, you know, assistant. Yeah. Like, you could be the most important person there, the person they want to speak to all night. Yeah. Checking mm. everyone's okay. Are you in doing this? Yeah. Are you playing a part? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as in, you could be playing. So, so who who is the character who they are talking to? Oh, um, well, someone very important who's involved in organising the party and who's very, you know, I'm like trying to emulate Sibes vibes, you know, of elegant, effortless, charismatic Side vibe, welcoming, like, you know, I care about you. That kind of thing. Excellent. Um, okay. Seen a lot. So uh, maybe we'll just maybe you could uh, give me a flavour of how that might go. So you approach um, uh, a bear, uh, a polar bear, uh, dancing merrily with. Um, what <laughs> looks like? Uh, Let me start with the ones who aren't dancing, because. Okay. All right. So, so you, <laughs> said they, you did say they were mostly dancing, though, didn't you? Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll start with the non-dancing, but then yes, I'll, I'll have to. Yes. So there's a polar yeah. bear and a Weddell seal um, standing next to each other. That's uh, beautiful. Looking, I love it. Looking at the, the movement. Um... Good evening. Oh, hello there. Says the Weddell seal. Out looks the polar bear as well. Good evening. Are you enjoying your evening? Lovely, lovely. Do have a have a wonderful night, and I just move on. Just like that's it. Okay. Um, How would you? So you're you're literally just going. I'm literally. It's just like a little bit of like politeness. It's kind of like I'm checking in on them to make sure they're okay. Like it's a bit weird because it's like, I guess, you know. You'd be like, oh, are they coming to have a conversation? Oh, no, they're not. They're leaving. But, like, again, that vibe of, like, they're somehow sort of responsible for everyone having a good time. They're clearly not staff, but they're clearly, like, involved in the hosting somehow, so they're just kind of okay. making sure everything's okay. Uh, then roll me a persuasion check for the more kind of reticent of those. Oh, God. 13. Mm. You move through talking to those who will talk, and some of them don't even seem to want to know you. They can smell <laughs> something's not right here. I'm a plan. They know. They know. Um, and as the mighty ship rises higher and higher in the sky, uh, you don't find you don't find the voice you're looking for. <sighs> Should I just? telepathically to infinity and then to Uriel who's, who's, who's having a moment should I just sending them and say we need to talk I think that's potentially the best meet me at that is there something Cherub? we can say to sort of force them or, well, or I was in, going to greatly say, encourage it what is there what is you know what is our angle here so we want them to be thinking about the the people who sent them to give the money to Daedalus. So we want to be talking about that, so we have to pretend that we know something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you oh, know, we could say... I found out the name of their father. 
It's okay. Dudinel. So maybe we could say something about their father. I don't even know if they're. I'm not sure. See, my that worry is that I'm not sure they're very popular. Right. They're, like, people. I don't know what their family thinks of them, but like, people in general don't really think much of them. You know. Yes. Right. Okay. So. I, yes, I, we want them to be thinking about people who sent them. I mean, this might be a complete stab in the dark, but you mentioned the cult. I'll mention it at some point and see what they think. Mm. Just from their surface thoughts. Maybe we want to say something that's going to make them uh, uncomfortable and mm. a little paranoid. And then mm. Infinity and I can go up somewhere where we can see everything and look mm. for the person who suddenly starts looking really uncomfortable. That is true. That would be good, actually. That is good. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I will. Oh, I know what I will say to them. I will say, I will say, Daedalus Grain did not receive the last uh, transfer of money. They are well, not pleased with you. They said that, mm -hmm. um, they, they, didn't Daedalus say that they had, they were sent materials? Oh, no, I thought it was a name on the... They still uh, get paid I... though, right? Well, we, we, we know for sure that they were being sent materials, that they weren't... Uh, allowed to um but the name we don't know whether about. we don't know whether jai was jai's name was on the materials we know the jai's name was on the money oh did we know that yeah. for sure yeah jai oh, okay. was the money stand yeah. corrected is that correct ali yeah so jai rajaram is the the money that's being sent yeah so Sorry, stand corrected um so we either say the last bit of money didn't come through but that's kind of risky because they might know it did or we say um we need you to make another transfer it is urgent well, the is face the we'll say the face no maybe they don't it, say is the, the intention from this to identify who they are because if so do we not just want to say something that's going to make them no the intention no, we want is to, talk to get the conversation them. with them oh so you can't hear me infinity says that we want to talk to them we need to have a conversation with them so we want i'm going to say meet me by this that you know the the fountain of of gold I don't think that's going to narrow it down. Which one oh, do yeah. you mean? Um, the one with the others? <laughs> yeah. Meet me by the fountain near the others. Okay, you're going to have to be more specific. Actually, looking around, okay. there's a lot of uh, that. <laughs> I'll say meet me at the far end. Wait, where? Uh, DM, where can I ask to meet? The windows? There's the a windows? lot of windows. No, there's the big viewing windows though, right? That, that takes up half of one side. Oh. So it's a lot of space. Um, so within this room, there are a number of uh, kind of portraits and paintings. So you could pick a particular one. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, the 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 painting of the blue fawn. The blue phone. Fawn. 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 Yes. Um. <laughs> and holding a phone. The blue fawn who's very busy and he's on the phone. Yes. A great. He's like, ah! <laughs> yelling like a stockbroker down this like old yeah, hand. Yeah. Side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is such such a painting is here yeah. on the on the balcony. That's why I saw it. Um, yeah, I'll say that it'll be easy, right? The face. Um, okay, and when and yeah, if we maybe go and we can make sure to look out for someone who starts moving over there, or 
starts yeah. going, I don't know. Just kind of looks Where the fuck is that voice ball. in my head coming from? Yeah, okay. Uh, Infinity, could you um give me... Uh, I, I feel like I need a bit of self-belief in order to do this more effectively. <laughs> I'll say, can you please tell Uriel uh, Tenebris that I can't do that while I look like a wolf? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work right now because of the outfit. The wolf costume. It's okay, I'll just costume. I'll just think of Infinity's like human form, and I'll see if that helps. That normally inspires me. Shall I say something about the face? Like, just because Daedalus mentioned, you know? I think we just need to do something quickly because they might be talking attention. to other people. Okay, okay. I'm going to go up the staircase Fine. and start trotting up to the top so i've got an overview of the whole room can i take a a, a view that's like not the same but that sort of so we between us we see as much of the room as possible yeah absolutely you take up uh, contrasting positions on the balcony i'll put my paws over and rest my head like... bodies yeah the gyrating freezing bodies beneath you still looking for that fucker who's okay a lump of jam <laughs> <laughs> He's is a Katamari at this point. There's all these other dancers that are just stuck to them. And he's rolling around the dance floor. It's beautiful. <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh past sending. Uh-huh. Um I've I've seen this person before. That's enough to send to them, isn't it? I know who they are. You do I know them, I would say. Um and I'm going to say uh, I will say. I will say. Rojas, grain requires additional money urgently. The face is unhappy. Meet me at the blue fawn now. In the silence of your mind. Yeah. You try and project powerful, intimidatory. I do. I do. Oh gosh. Roll an intimidation check. Oh gosh. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm weirdly good at this. Usually it's because I'm on. creeping people out, but in this case. I believe. Oh, 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 36. Yeah. 36. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, and Infinity and Uriel both roll me perception check. Nice Come on, perception. Okay, What's fifteen? Uh, synthetic twenty. Rises and rises. The spinning bodies, gyrating, expressive hands. And for a second, you see a figure hesitate. And it's actually you, Infinity, who sees it. And it's noticeable because it's the only off movement in this whole beautiful flowing tapestry. And it's a, f it's a tree nymph, slight, small, bark skin, slender, with leaves just rustling on the top of its head, flowing down in what seems like it could be a sort of main then they carefully disengage 
and start to climb the curved stairs towards the picture of the fawn as the music stand next to Uriel excuse me you see something licking with my tail (laughs) and then look at the stairs trap down trap down the well (laughs) and look at them coming up the stairs oh watch over and you see this slight figure making their way up the stairs should we should we go and give her back up? We should probably go and give her back up, right? Framed against the sunset suffused fog of the Gunka skyline. And we're gonna leave it there. Oh. Ah! <laughs> okay. Was there so okay. were they a nymph or a fawn? Nymph. Sorry, yeah. they are and they are a nymph. So they're like a dryad, basically, is what I wanted. Right. Ooh. All Love right. Party. Oh. Okay. Okay. Party. Hey. Party. Hey, I'm Kermit. Yeah, Mr. Um, Kermit. Uh. Oh God. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Okay. This, um, <laughs> oh, this is starting to come. Feel like it's coming to a, a point now. What, what is the point? What is that what? point? <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> um, as the ancient dance of their people starts. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's going on TikTok. Uh, right. Um, amazing. Thank you, everyone, who's who's uh, stuck with us uh, for the live stream tonight. Thank you, everyone, who is uh, watching on YouTube, watching on um, another yes, one. Their the earbuds. Podcast. Yes, watch them with your ears as you want to do <laughs> through through the old ear holes. There, yes. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> we appreciate you all. Is the point? Um, yes. We are still uh, streaming live weekly uh, every Monday evening, um, and we will be doing so right up until Christmas, up until the twenty first. I want to say nineteenth. Nineteenth. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yes. Of course. Um. Where we will be finishing this this uh, arc chapter campaign story, uh, yeah, the whole somehow. campaign, the whole this banana, will be over. Oh jam! So uh, don't miss out on that. Make sure you are um, giving us all the likes and subscriptions on wherever it is that you're watching slash listening, so that you get all the updates. Um, Twitter does still exist, so do <laughs> as of the time of recording. <laughs> does still exist yes so you know follow us there um at rp geeks dnd um same on instagram and tiktok and um maybe we'll make new social media soon i suppose (laughs) what should we make let us know in the comments pick your favorite social media (laughs) maybe we'll make one um Uh, and also, if you really, really like us and you want, you know, good Christmas present for your friends who also really like us, why not head to rpgeeks.tmail.com and buy our merch. It's merch with our characters' beautiful faces <laughs> on or just the name RP Geeks or our gorgeous <laughs> new logo from Sharmini herself. Um, Thank you, logo. And yes. With names like uh, Teen Ebris and Never Split the Party. 
Yeah. Names are the best part of the whole thing. Whenever you meet someone, you have to tell them all about the show and then say, and by the way, this t-shirt is called Never Split the Party. That's my favorite. Party on it. Party. It's got the yeah. And really hammer it home. Say it a few times. Yeah. If you're like Never Split the Party, like like t-shirt, like it's a t-shirt. They probably won't get it. And you probably have to keep saying it. And then you should probably buy them one of them so they understand. Suggestions for social media that we should uh, sign up for so far from chat include MySpace, Tumblr, Bebo, and Google Plus. Oh, Bebo! I Bebo. miss Bebo. I loved Bebo when I was a kid. I've got some secrets on my old Bebo. I'm quite glad that website it's is gone. gone. They're gone. You could archive it, and I, I thought I had mine archived, but it's gone. Oh, no, what a shame. All those pictures, gone. <laughs> Honestly, when you said Wait, all those things, I thought they were all still real. I was like, oh, we should, maybe we should consider that. And then I was like, wait a second. Pinterest? Maybe they're real. Tumblr's still real. Harpy Geeks Pinterest? Is that... Is... You can't have yeah, a Pinterest. How Pinterest yeah. work? You I can't, thought yeah. Pinterest was where people with no imagination design weddings. Like, what, what do people actually use it for? Wow. wow. It's the Pinterest wow. thing. Wow. That was, that was <laughs> it's a specific problem I have. Yeah, but... Tumblr's uh, coming from a place. Yeah. Where... Yeah. Uh, Another thing you can do if you love us and happen to be in the UK is come along to Dragon Meet, the tabletop gaming convention happening in London on Saturday the 3rd of December, where we can announce we will be running a live show. We are running New Jeans Please once again um, with some special guests who will be announced very, very soon. I'm excited. Come along. I think that's all for now. Uh, we will see you next time. And uh, thank you, wonderful geeks, again for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Jules. Bye. 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 Bye.